Sometimes the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another amazing episode of You Heroes of Noise. I am one half of this dynamic duo. My name is Steve. Hey, everybody. How are we doing today? Hey, Steve, real quick, before I even go any further with this, I just wanted to point out something. I think that today was officially the first time that you actually said the, chronolo- the chronological date, you know, like the daytime cycle in order. In other words, what I'm trying Do to I say really? is you usually go good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. I'm not critiquing. I'm just saying today we actually went the right way. We didn't have to go backwards. You know what I'm saying? Do, okay. So do I do it differently every week or nope. do I do Is this the first time I this, did it? This is the first time, which is why I'm pointing it out, sir. Wait. So normally I say good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Yes. That sounds right. It See, that starts felt, morning. That felt comforting to me when you did that. This other one was kind of dissonant. It's sort of fuck with me a little bit, but it's oh, fine. Good. Okay. Like, okay. like if you want to start going that way and going like, you know, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, that's fine. I'm fine that with that. I knew something sounded weird yeah. when I said it, but I thought that I might have repeated something. But it's like, good morning, good evening. Oh, that does sound better, dude. What am I talking about? See what I mean? Oh, my gosh. So always, if I start morning, everything else will line up. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Yeah, yeah that sounds weird. It's throwing it? me off now, dude. Yeah. You know what? Actually, don't. <laughs> just just don't say it anymore. You know, we've okay. already established that that's, this one works. You Wait, know? how do I normally say it? You go, good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Okay, there we go, there we go, there we go. Okay, good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Like I you're about, write to, that down. about to do a newscast or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? Do, 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 do. Yeah, for and sure. They don't do that. Why do I, why would I, when was the last time they used that? Do, 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 we interrupt do, 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 do. this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We're old, Dan. They should just use it when there's important shit going on in the world. But there's none. Of, there's nothing that's significant going on in the no. world right now. So why use it, right? Gee, why were we so old that we know that? Yo, rotary phones? Come on. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that shit in just a hot second here. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 110. I don't have to go 109 anymore. I'm so happy about that. My name is Dan Ramirez. And hey, you know what? We're just getting off to this weird funky start because I had to do a little tech support before we started. You know what I'm saying? Not a big deal. I am happy to say that we have fantastic guests today. Like seriously, like superb. You know, like there's the, the, the top tier there's there's actually a secret tier, kind of like on the secret menu and shit, like Starbucks. These are the top tier people that we have, that secret menu. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce, I'd like to bring to the uh, to the party, shall we say, our first guest. She's been on the show before, very, kind of briefly. I'm glad she's back on right now. Uh, she's uh, someone I can officially call a friend, got to hang with her in San, I almost said San Diego, yo, Chicago. And her name is Melissa Sloter from the Wild Pretty Things podcast. Melissa, what's happening? Hi, thank you having me nothing's happening <laughs> that's just true nothing we're just all in fucking limbo these days right <laughs> <laughs> i'm serious man you know what we'll get into it but welcome to the show melissa we're really happy to have you again thank you so much now this next guest another top tier here's the thing with this one she's actually recorded with us before right but it was that infamous word show that just sort of disappeared and never happened so she put on a hell of a performance see how i'm like building up the pressure right now i'm gonna make her all nervous i like this yes no but she was great seriously she was great on the show and uh, she's back again to actually record and hopefully it's gonna work this time let's give it up for christina what's happening christina Oh, why, thank you. You know, I got my crown on. I got my cape after that beautiful introduction. I'm ready. Do you have a scepter? Please say you have a scepter. If not, the whole deal's of off. Of course I have a scepter. Rock and roll. Of, I mean, 
what else am I supposed to hit people with? <laughs> you get to go you outside. That's a great point. It sounds like you're going outside. Hey, real quick, though. I don't want to forget this. So Christina has a podcast herself, and this one's called the Black Girl Couch Reviews Podcast. Oh, that, yeah. did, I, did I say it correctly? You did say yeah. that correctly. I just want to make sure. You. Just want to make sure. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you. I was very happy to get the invitation. It's always nice talking to you, lovely people. Steve, let's do a show. I am going to interrupt so that I can say one thing. <laughs> oh, for sure. Um, I freaked out whenever Dan asked if I wanted to be on with you, Christina, because I love your podcast so oh much. My God. I'm oh, so man. excited to tell you that, like, <laughs> like in person, not really, but like as in person as we get these days. So yeah, I'm obsessed with your podcast and I listen to it while I work and I love it. And thank you for making it. And I'm so happy to meet you. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so happy to meet you too. And I'm happy to meet a fan. I've like, I talked to a few people who listen to my podcast, so Trust me, when Dan said she listens to your podcast, I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, I started after you told me about it when I was talking about The Expanse. And then Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, shit, she covers black sales. And then it went in like right into like The Witcher, which I was obsessed with. So I was like, yes, I'm listening to all these episodes. I mean, I skip some of them because I don't watch CW shows, but (laughs) I'm like hoarding the black sales episodes for my next (laughs) rewatch. So I'm ready. Uh, oh, no. I, I'm still coming with those episodes, too. Everyone thinks I stopped. And I'm like, no, I took a pause. Are you um, like, are you recording your Black Sales episodes with, like, your very first watch? Or have no, you seen it all before? A, no, I've seen it all before. But oh, this okay. is a rewatch. And I haven't seen it in a really long time. So I have all these new feelings. Because oh. sometimes once I watch one series of a show, I'm just gone and I never come back to it. So I'm coming back to this feelings with just new perspective and just knowing where it goes. It's kind and of like, crazy. Because that's the fucking best show that exists. It really is. <laughs> so like rewatching it, it is really so is. good. And it gives you so much more when you rewatch it. It's one of those shows you have to rewatch because then you go back and you're yeah. just like, what? I have all these new like, feelings about everybody. Good. <laughs> this is good. Yo, Good Steve, shit. Steve, yeah. our job uh-huh. gonna be, our job's going to be very easy today, bro. I have a feeling. I have a feeling. I, I, have a, I have a gut feeling that it might just be. We have pros with us, man. Pros. They do this. This is what they do. This is what they do. <laughs> They're blessing <laughs> us with their presence. Look at us. Who would have thought, right? <laughs> you guys. <laughs> Stop it. But don't even be started by my shows. Yo, no, we're going to talk shows. We are definitely going to talk some shows right now. So everyone, welcome. Welcome to the show. We're all on the same page now. Steve, what has happened, dude? Like, how's your week been? My week has been fantastic, dude. Fantastic. You know what I got on Amazon, Jay? What'd you got? Clorox wipes. No shit. <laughs> what are the chances? Bro. I get on and it's available, Jay. I thought I was reading it wrong. I was like, oh, it must really say temporarily out of stock, but my brain is saying that it's there. And then I clicked, and then it said temporarily out of stock, and they sent it. It's like trying to get Comic-Con tickets or something like that. I can't get anything. on. Like before, maybe let's say, I don't know, three, four weeks ago, it was kind of like hit or miss. You could get on there like you and have luck like you just had. But now, every time I get on, I'm, I'm like, I'm just coming up empty, dude. I'm running out of toilet Are paper. You? What, what the fuck yeah, am I going to do? Of, you're not running out of you're not, Well, Scott, one ply. Because yeah. <laughs> you can find that shit. You know you can. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you, can, you can find Angel Soft. You can still find that. You know, like or do what our Angel Soft. I would go for the Angel Soft before the Scott. <laughs> Here's the problem, though. I'm fucking with Cottonelle. And like, 
Oh, not anymore. Exactly. Not. I know. So I'm feeling a little bit, you know, uh, I'm a little shy about going to a different <laughs> brand, particularly oh. that rough stuff, man, because for, you know, we won't get into it, but. That one ply, that one ply can be disastrous if you think about it, because you know, you know it's, it's single ply. Use toilet paper for, and just pointing out, I use toilet paper for more shit than you do. This is really no, true. you know what? Dude? You got schooled. You just got an anatomy lesson, homie. Hey, you don't know. You don't know what I got. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's true. That's true. I moved my sister into my apartment. Now we have two girls and one boy, and we are burning through the toilet paper. Yo, the difference is astounding. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, in my family, it's not like, like, let's just talk about that just for a second. So, like, your, your typical, you don't have to get into the details of the white. But, <laughs> but like, no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, when you, how does everyone go about it? When you're taking toilet paper for, like, say, a white. I hope front to the back. No, 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 no. Yeah, preferably. Oh, like, 100%. <laughs> Yeah. Don't rake the wrong way. That's bad. Don't rake the wrong way. Yeah, it's just, yeah, exactly, kids. Do, don't, don't, do, never mind. I can't even say it. I'm not even going to go there. But I'm just talking about when you're actually taking from the roll, right? Do you, what's like your, your go to number of squares? <laughs> no, check it out. Squares. There's a reason. That, sorry, I think I, I, uh, I talked over everybody. But what I'm getting at is, you know, for me personally, I, I don't know. I'm like a six square guy and then I'll, you know, I have my methods, right? But when my <laughs> family goes into the bathroom, here's the problem why I'm running out of fucking toilet paper. All you hear is, <laughs> and they fucking look like they have boxing gloves on when they, when they, you know what I'm saying? It's fucked up, man. This shit costs money. Literally, you know what I mean? But we are kind of lucky, though, because where we work, where Steve and I work, they're actually, uh, you can go to the cafeteria. Did you know this, Steve? You can go to the cafeteria, and they're selling toilet paper in the cafeteria. See, they're, what? That doesn't seem right at all. Why? It doesn't, because you know they got that from Dollar Tree. They yeah. got the 12 pack and they're selling it for $2 a pack. That's the thing though. They are selling that shit for like, I think it's like two fifty a roll or something like but that. But they're every, dude, I see toilet paper everywhere now. Every time I go to Save Mart, there's, there's aisles of them now. They're everywhere. Well, I only go to one Save Mart. That's our local store because it's where my kid works. I guess I'm going to have to, you know, switch that shit up because I went in last night and it still looks the exact same way. Where it just looks like we're about really? ready to have a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Just, no, dude, there's toilet. I went to Costco the other day. It, a, it was empty. B, there was, I was like, what are you guys going to do? I'm about to say bougie ass. <laughs> <laughs> you both had the same How are you getting into Costco? <laughs> Here's the thing. So I go into Costco once ever so often to get my Beyond Meat joints. And it was empty and there was toilet paper everywhere. People were walking past it and being like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, the toilet paper thing is over. It's over. No, y'all hoarded it at Costco. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Their shipments are still running because nothing stops at Costco. That's, that's true. And, and, and go ahead. I've been off the Costco tip for about two years. I don't think I've stepped foot in Costco for two years. It's not like for any particular reason. I just haven't renewed my membership. Should I? Or is that because, you know, now we're talking bougie shit. Like, I don't really want to. No, dude. I don't no, want to be linked nothing. with you when it comes to that. You know what I mean? No, here's the thing. If you want, if you ever are in the mood, like for me, it's only Beyond Meat, the Beyond Burger. If I go in there, I look, I'm like, when am I ever going to need a gallon of madness? I'm just not okay. going because it's just me and my son. So I don't need anything else from, I go there only for, because they sell those massive packs of the vegetarian meat and I can just leave. But uh, yeah, there, it's, if you don't do that and you don't need toilet paper, don't get a Costco membership. 
like you're, go- you're going into Costco for fucking what is it again? The fa- Beyond Meat. Beyond Meat. Yeah. So is it like one backing up and shit because it's like that much? You know what I mean? Or is it no, a- no? Because normally, like, say uh, I go to a normal store, they'll sell two patties for like six ninety nine. Yeah. At Costco, it'll be like ten ninety nine for like ten patties. It's crazy. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go to Costco for that. You're clearly not shopping at Walmart. Because you don't get. I will not. <laughs> I will not. You know what? I'm one of. Dan knows about me in Walmart. Steve's, Steve's dainty. He doesn't fuck with that. No, no, no. That's Apparently. Not, <laughs> no, here's what happened. I remember uh, our union were fighting for them, and we had a little bumping of heads with their management. I was like, you know what? I'm never stepping in here again. They were like, okay. I was like, I'll show you. I wonder if it's hurt them yet, though. <laughs> yeah. I'm I sure. wonder. I'm sure, you're really, yeah, really, yeah, really, yeah. Really um, fucking killed the I'm market, Steve. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you decided to go to where the Trump supporters go. Oh, sorry, Sean. Any Trump supporters? But <laughs> no, no, they're not. Wait, they're not on this. They're not listening to this show. If they are, then it's their. Not own after show. today. Not after today. <laughs> yep. Here's the thing, man. Here's Just the thing. Kidding. I'll mind my business. <laughs> No, 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 trust no. us. No. You're, 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 in a, you're in safe company. <laughs> no, here's the funny part. This is a little, uh, like a year ago, Dan was very, very uh, apprehensive about getting political at all. Like, I know I used to step over the line and Dan would be like, <laughs> now, now Dan is like, I hope Trump does. <laughs> like, I wish a motherfucker would. Yeah, man. <laughs> Well, you know what, though? Honestly, it's like it's sort of like trying not to talk about the coronavirus. Right. Like these days you just can't because that's that's how we, that's where we are. That's how we live. Yeah. These drastic times call for drastic. Times. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that I want to turn this into a political show and not even a political episode. But there's a crazy motherfucker in the White House right now telling people to inject bleach and whatnot. Right. Like we should at least mention that shit because it only happened last Thursday, a week ago. It's been a week since he said that, Steve. Yeah. yeah but. What's that say again? I said some of us been there. You know, however, we got to remember her emails, though. Let's just all calm down. (laughs) Let's all calm down. This is true. You know what? You do hold the record for the longest email we have ever received. She's like, if you'll just refer to chapter six, uh, page nine, (laughs) second paragraph, fourth word. That's what I'm really getting at. No, we love that shit, actually. But see, here's the deal. I'm a bit of a marble mouth when I read. So sometimes those were hard. Those were like super hard. I could never do the, the show like, uh, in, under any type of... I couldn't be on the influence of anything is what I'm saying, like trying to read those things because those were like mm-hmm. novels. But they were great. They were great. They caused yeah. a lot of great conversation. Mm-hmm. I hit send and I don't look back. <laughs> so I leave it up to you to decide what you want to do with that. <laughs> I've gotten my feelings out. All right. And it's also why I started a podcast. You know, okay. That's, oh, what? Okay. No. That's what you call a segue, Steve. Uh, you know what, Dan? I like that. That's Go a segue on. from hell right there. Because I was just going there with these, with these hell, wonderful huh? women from hell. These wonderful women I was about to go there. So, Christina, <laughs> since you brought it up, tell us a little bit about yourself and, like, what got you into podcasting? What's your fandoms and such? Oh, my fandoms. <laughs> what got me into podcasting was the fact that I just love listening to about a million. I listen to you guys. Dan, you've definitely changed over the years. Because I remember listening to you in Preacher Season 1 until Preacher Season 4. 
one, you went from absolutely would not curse <laughs> to about season four, you dropped every bomb. <laughs> and I was like, he honestly got to the point where I don't give a fuck. I don't care if this show's about to get off whatever. I'm not even trying to account. It just felt, I was cracking up that whole journey because it really felt was like, you know, we're going to try to get this real professional. You know what? Fuck it. This show talks about Jesus and everything else. Dildos. Why the hell am I being so kind? And, and PG thirteen, cracking me up. Like, how are you going to so, talk about a dangling asshole? Exactly. On a TV show, and then be like, "But I don't curse." You know, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But, but I will say, I probably cuss a little but, too much these days. Oh, and you know, that's what I like to do. I was like, you know, what? I just want to say what I want to say about the show and shows I watch, and not have to worry about it. And you know. I'm just going to go ahead and start also a conversation with more, you know, there's not a lot of African-American women out there doing podcasts or even on podcasts nowadays. It's just, I've listened to a million and I cannot find them unless you want to go more black political, which I really don't. I need to separate those two lives. My, my fantasy world and the real world sometimes need to be kept in different corners. So I thought it was a good opportunity for me to just, you know, have a hobby get my thoughts and feelings out and I ended up you know really resonating with some people like Melissa and you know I do Charmed I mean I have way too many shows right now uh I don't even try to keep a schedule anymore because it's really I, I put a tentative one out but let me see I got Charmed The Flash a lot of CW but I also like HBO I'm doing Westworld right now I'm obsessed with Westworld mm -hmm. y'all talking about Dead's Westworld came before devs, okay? Get into that. <laughs> how <laughs> dare that you? Stuff. Oh, don't how dare me, okay? Something <laughs> no, came before the... <laughs> oh, for sure. I, but I'm letting it stack. I'm letting the, uh, I'm letting the season of... Uh, I'm letting the season stack so I can go back to back to back to back. The best mm, thing about devs is uh, feeding it into... Two conversations about Westworld. <laughs> Melissa, yeah, I will do that afterwards. You know what? I should have called them and be like, can y'all get MGK on one episode? And then we're going to have a fan for life. Listen, uh -oh. I mean, just, okay. It's, okay. Devs is like, a, the show is fine. And if he, he was in it, it would be better. But that's not going to make me be like, oh, it's a great show. And it totally logically makes sense the whole way through. Because it doesn't, even if he was there. <laughs> but it would be better. Okay, you know, I'm gonna, we're going to pause this till later. Because I think it totally made sense in my brain. I'm like, you know what? I see what they were doing. I mean, I watch the show so that I can drag I can join you Melissa and dragging because I have a feeling you're right and he's wrong it like doesn't make <laughs> um, like the emotional through lines are not there <laughs> and like that is what I want to see in a show like I think the finale was like the best episode but only if it's by itself and not when you're like oh this character cared about what now and so this matters but last week they said you know the completely opposite thing and i did not see where these like minds were changed i don't want to like explain but this might not make sense <laughs> no we're gonna get we're gonna get into it because i can't wait i want to hear you and christina's view on it. I, I definitely want to hear because i've only talked to people that are just like did you like it yeah i like it so did i like it did you like it like it 
Like I've only talked to those. Very excitable I people. Fucking the just talk to anime people or something. That's, <laughs> that's that's there's like a few different there's a few different sort of likes like that excited like and then there's also as Christina knows the black like where it's just like hey did you watch that episode of Insecure the other day yeah we like nigga that's the beginning of the conversation like we had said all of our feelings in that one word in that one word and they were like yeah I know and then we just walk away we We had a whole and people just staring like so what did you feel we already discussed it we just had that conversation just now we just said it we said Lawrence and then we said what we needed to say game Done. So much Over. in a word, man. <laughs> in a word, in a look. I oh, listen. Enjoy being at work. Sometimes we have these. Uh, I like to call black culture experiences. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> the other day, um, the one girl looked at me, and I had. Well, this is a while ago. Other day, like we've seen people in forever. But <laughs> I, she gave me some food or something. I said, "You put your foot in this," and she's like, "Oh, thank you." And about 15 Caucasian <laughs> friends of ours turned around and was like, that sounds disgusting. That is and literally the like, grossest <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and we're looking like, what do you, what do you mean? They're like, you've never heard of this? And they're like, no. I can't just, we asked at least, oh man, it was really terrible. It turned into a day experiment, but it, it turned about 30 people that were all Caucasian. We said, have you heard of this? And everyone said, no, we found one black person because, you know, there's a ratio in our office and they came by and we was like, hey, so what does put your foot in it mean? She's like, that means it's damn good. I was like, thank you. It's a, it's a culture that only there are certain things that only live in certain cultures. And I think that that is a beautiful thing. I didn't know put the foot in it was a, I didn't know. I thought everybody said that. No, they do not. I've only heard of it like I've heard of it in a negative way. Like, oh man, you really put your foot in that one, man. And they're like, oh no, you know what I mean. Oh, I've heard it that really? way, but never when it comes to. So does that work? Is that a um, is it a broad spectrum? You know what I mean. Like, is it just for like say potlucks and things like that? It's you, food generally. Food in general. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so you put your foot in that. That's yeah. A, so sure. where do you think that stemmed from? Do you think someone That's actually a- put their foot in it and just went the extra mile? Like I mix this shit with my toes. You know there I mean? is, I've gone to I've gone to I've gone to barbecue barbecues so good that if I found out the grandmother did in fact put her foot in the food, it would not change my mm-hmm. eating habits. I was like, this is so good, I don't care at this point. You put your foot in this food, it is crazy. Hypothetically, if, if that was the situation and the grandma actually did put her foot into the food, do you inspect the foot of the grandmother or do you just no, go off of no, this? No. Because people mm-hmm. get some crust pumps sometimes, you know what I mean? I don't care. I don't. Not at though in the in the, the barbecue situation. Yeah. I tasted I think those are probably either that or church potlucks. It'll be a <laughs> random dish where you're just like, who the crap cooked this? And you're like, no, stop the conversation. What is this? And who cooked it? Those are where you find the two most amazing foods ever. Is that either pot or potlucks or barbecue? You'll be like, what the crap is this? This is crazy. Barbecue is better than potlucks. I've got one question on that, and then I, I want to kind of get it over to uh, Melissa for a second. But uh, potlucks, barbecues, and things like that. Do you yes. think that's going to change in the culture? 
now? No. Mm-mm. I no. like that. <laughs> At least not in uh, our culture. <laughs> <laughs> That's never going to happen. Never gonna you don't think there's going to be I any mean, type of fear about infection or anything like that? Or is it just a, no, we're all, we're all good? No, it's going to, here's the thing. We're going to be la- like, here's the thing. Like I told you before, um, there's a culture in, 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 in the black culture. You'll just call someone what they're doing. You'd be like, hey, where are you going? Oh, I'm going to go get a sandwich from the store. We're like, look at this going to get sandwich from the store. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Oh, he's fancy. He got a car now. Exactly. <laughs> driving all over the place. And so, oh, so since you're getting groceries, why don't you get me a sandwich? Oh, shit. It's automatic. And so if I go over there, we're about to play Domino's. I have a mask on the face. Everybody will be like, look at this mask. <laughs> Domino's. I'm like, you know what? I'm taking it off. I'm taking it off. Never mind. <laughs> oh, they did drag my daughter for it too. They dragged my daughter. She came over to play. Yep. And she had her mask and gloves on. They're like, oh, so who taught her to do this? Exactly. All, all 15 other neighbors are running around more than six feet. She mm-hmm. told me, I'm putting my mask on. They're like, um, you bougie ass. Why do you yeah. got your child? Yeah. I'm like, I'm following the law. That don't matter. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, no. You're going to get clowned. You have to weigh it. You're going to get clowned. Is it worth health? Yes. But just brace yourself because, oh, the clowning's coming. So just be like, oh, we got to go over to auntie's house. And I know she's going to say something about my daughter with the mask on. Here we go. And yeah, it's going to happen. Okay. But you have to weigh it. Maybe I'm missing something, but why is that bad? (laughs) It's just a clown. I don't even know how to explain it because I would do it too. If I had a mask on (laughs) and someone walked in with a mask on, I'm like, look at this crazy mask on cat in my house like I'm diseased or something. And I have a mask on. For sure. It's You're just going to get caught. That's what it is, jonesing. It's an automatic thing when you see some, like, when you ask my family members, it's usually you're going to be sexually violated in some way. Like, they're going to cup you, and they're going to start fighting something to say about you. Start joining on oh, you, no and it's just a natural thing. <laughs> no it's how we show our love. That's it. No <laughs> oh, you got a haircut? Mm, why are you getting a haircut? Where are you going? You got a man? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, Steve, you have done the look at this guy thing to me pretty much every single time we've ever had a conversation. <laughs> Seriously, what are you doing, Darren? Oh, nothing, man. I just took some allergy medication. Look at this allergy medication. <laughs> You've done that to me over just the most common things. Dude, because you're the person I talk to the most, so it's going to happen. Be like, I'm jonesing somebody. It's going to be Dan today. Happy to be of service. Happy to be of service. Oh, for sure, Jay. Melissa, let's get you back in the conversation. That- What's happening with you, man? Tell us. I, now I know you. You know what I mean? But I don't know if everyone here knows you, uh, and especially the audience. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm Melissa. I'm in Chicago. You guys already mentioned uh, my one podcast, Wild Pretty Things, and then I'm also doing a Mad Men rewatch show. So, yeah. And I've just been sitting in my house watching tons of TV. I was trying to watch (laughs) movies, too, but it's harder when I, like, it's not like a set time. Leave the house. Watch this movie. (laughs) Bye trying. Do you find that you're getting a little... uh... Like, do you retain every single thing you watch or does it ever, you ever go into that autopilot where it's just on, <clears> like, <throat> looking at your phone and shit? Um, so, like, there's, like, tiers to what I watch. So, like, sometimes I have, like, a list of things to watch that I want to pay attention to and, like, a list of things that I'll watch if I, what I really want to do is, like, dick around on my phone. Or I've been cross-stitching mm-hmm. a lot. So, like, if I'm cross-stitching, I'll have, like, there's, like, certain things I watch if I'm, like, cross-stitching that I, like, don't mind missing. 
you know, some nuance of, but there's levels to watching things. <laughs> now, I've seen this cross-stitching work of yours. Is this new? Is this like a new hobby or is this something you've been fucking with for a long time? Well, I had hip surgery in November, so then I spent oh. two months not doing anything, but that also meant that I um, well, I couldn't like Christmas shop, so I was in a gift exchange, um, so I needed a gift for someone, um, so I, ma- I decided that I was going to make them a cross-stitch, because like, the gift exchange had... Um, had suggestions and she said like something homemade and then she said like that she would like like crafting supplies or whatever and I'm not super creative in that way and I'm not really a crafter but like cross-stitching you don't make creative decisions you just look at the pattern and you do exactly what it says and it turns into art and I'm like I can do that I can definitely sit in front of my tv for hours and do that (laughs) so I (laughs) I originally did it for a Christmas gift and then it's a real it actually is a really good habit for like uh you you make something but also if you sit on the couch for five hours and watch tv while you're doing it it's fine I'm googling this right now yeah (laughs) it's fun I need to live a cross stitch by that logic you're not being productive so to speak but you're still being productive is that what you're getting at like you you spend five hours watching television and now like I'm like legit producing in something yeah i got you i got you i got you that's cool yeah i'm doing that too but it's like words with friends <laughs> i brought back words with friends Remember oh, that shit? oh my god i might as well be playing frogger g like it's just it's just it's the yeah, oldest game well, ever the I love person. oh that's right i said words with friend and you're one of the people that i'm well kind of playing not playing yeah i'm sorry about that well, oh yeah it's like I've had four. I've had no. I'm glad you got me back into it because I've I'm playing with uh, an Amy. Some other people I've played at least twenty to thirty rounds, and we're still on the first one. <laughs> I'm sorry, I get bored very easily. I'm not saying you're bored. It's just, <laughs> but but you have to understand. Like if I start playing a game, right? I'm, I told I told Gail, I'm like, hey, I'm I'm back on words with friends. So she gets on there, right? And she gets into the whole. Like I gotta be careful with her because. You know, she had a real thing with Candy Crush, and I'd be seeing like ninety nine cents, ninety nine cents, ninety nine cents popping up. And I'm like, okay, so I gotta be careful with that. But um, she goes hard on any game that she plays, so I literally have like fifteen games from her that she just won't stop bludgeoning me with. So that's the problem. So I think I can I can directly blame her for me just like being overwhelmed and stepping out of it. But it's good. It's kind of like it's good to get my mind working again because I've been foggy as shit lately. I mm-hmm. talked about that several times. I just getting that's why I was asking you, Melissa, like. Can you retain everything? Because I'm sitting there watching television. And the thing is, it, coincidentally, it was devs. I cannot fucking get into this show. It seems it seems like it's... No, I'm not saying it's trash. How dare you? I think I said it was trash once, though, because it was boring. But I think, it kind of looked like trash. I was very surprised that anyone said it was good. Did you see it? No. Okay, cool. So there's two. So I want to hear this conversation <laughs> that happens. But here's the deal. I've tried watching that show. I got to episode three the first time. And I uh, started again for the purposes of this week and being able to catch up. And I just cannot get into that show, man. It's like, I don't know. what. It, anyway, we'll get back to it. But that was my point, Melissa, was I'm just curious if you ever have that problem when you're taking in so much content. Do you ever get that where you're just you're just like fogging out? Uh, Yeah, for sure. But that's when I switch. I also <laughs> I read a lot of fan fiction, which takes up a lot of time and feels a lot like reading. But you don't really have to do any <laughs> world building. So it's like super low energy. <laughs> Because you're like, oh hey, I love these characters. Let me just read them do other shit. Like I don't have That's to. That's cool. Yeah, you don't have to learn anybody. The world's established. It's super easy. Just drop in, read a story. 
Uh, now, do you ship, Melissa, do you ship um, Lee and Sizemore from Westworld? Or when I say Lee and Sizemore, Lee and Maeve uh, from Westworld. Yeah, I really like that character. I have a thing for shitheads. Like, my favorite character in, like, <laughs> probably anything is Draco Malfoy. <laughs> uh, oh, Lord. <laughs> so, like, I love just, she like, a skeevy shithead. <laughs> I was like, you know, because I, I, I wrote some fanfic between Maeve and Lee. <laughs> I will read that. I have a. Would you care to read that right now on, uh, on the show? No, I mean, uh, I have to find it, but I'll give you a snippet. I'll give you a little preview. All right, um, cool, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I try to write some fanfic when I have. T- it's very rare that I have time to do it, but I try to throw my hat in there too because I like reading oh, fanfic as I well. I love it. Yeah, it's the best. I have um, a long uh, Gerald from The Witcher and Hermione fic that I like uh, to read one day. <laughs> and Hermione? Who put that together? I don't know. The internet. But, like, it, if it's out there, I'll read it. <laughs> At <Hey>. least one. <laughs> I'm kind of intrigued. I might have to jump into that. <laughs> you know? Okay. I kind of like... See, I would have liked this... Uh, well, taking it back to my, you know, younger days. We didn't have fanfic, but I would have liked to see what would have happened like in Martin if Gina would have got with like Cole. If somebody would have re- wrote that into uh, a show, I'm like I would, I would have read that and been like, "Oh, let's see how this, let's see how this turns out." I would have totally read that. I mean, and that's exactly how it works. So, like, any show that you're watching now that you're like super into, and you're like, "Man, these characters like are this close to like." I mean, we'll, we'll be frank, like, this close to boning, I want to read about it <laughs> happening. You can do that on the internet. Or, if you're in the flash and it's CW, and it's PG-13, and you'll never see your, your face yep. boning, that's when you go to fanfic. Because yep. they write it as <laughs> as you can imagine it. So, was so fan fiction initially... Central. Okay. Go, go ahead, buddy. I'm sorry. Say it again. No, I was just saying, is it pretty much... When we think fanfic, are we thinking erotic, pretty much, or is it? No, it it isn't. It could just be just just been chilling. I'm pretty sure it all equates to sex. It's it's both. <laughs> it, it's everything. You can read non-explicit fic. Like there's there's hugely long works, you know, of Harry Potter fan fiction that do not involve partner swapping. <laughs> like you know, like it exists. It's just you know. Not as fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you gotta have to have a dirty. Scene. Oh, actually, you know what, girl? I forgot to tell y'all. I wrote some Joanie fic too with Maddie and Silver from Black Sails. Get the fuck out! I read. Oh so yeah, much that. that's on. If Tumblr it's on Ao3, right I've probably read it. I didn't put it on Ao3. I think I only put it on Tumblr. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did. But yeah, I had. That's what I really started was Maddie and oh and they, they gave us that one tease, and I was like, I've oh. Read Silver and Flint fix too. <laughs> like, uh, you know, I want to um, ship that relationship. But. Have you? Um, do you listen to a lot of audiobooks or any? Um, I listen to the Expanse audiobook. I, okay, I listened to all of those in novellas, and then what did I listen to? That was an audiobook, and it was terrible. Uh, <laughs> um. So Luke Arnold, who played Silver, wrote a book called The Last Smile in Cinder oh. City. And yeah, he, reads the audiobook. he reads the audio book. He reads the audio book. It's what? so good. 
Oh wait, hold on. <laughs> he has the best voice, and he'll just read your Listen to these perverts, Steve. I'm telling you, I did not know there was such. Stuck in the house, Dan. What do you want from us? Lord have mercy. It's just always about sex with these two. Do you, do you notice that? It's not sex. It's romance and lust so, that turns into sex. Yearning. Like in yeah. the Harry Potter in the Harry Potter fan fiction world, is it safe to assume that it's like sort of low hanging fruit that the original three got together? I mean, everybody's banging everybody in Harry Potter. I'm about to say everybody. <laughs> that is so huge. Everyone. Like, if you want to see like the castle itself have sex with the giant squid in the lake, like you can. I do wow. want to see this. I do now. <laughs> now, does does McGonagall get freaky at this point? If like, if she wants to. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. I, I mean, I'm kind of into older women. You know what I mean? So I, I mean. Maybe- it, yeah, yeah. It, there, there's a fic. It happens. Yeah. Can so you, wait. Maybe you can send oh, that to me so I can send it to a friend oh. of mine that was asking about it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wait, wait. Is there fanfic with like music artists? Like, what if this music artist got with that music oh, artist? Oh my yeah, buddy, I was so thinking the same thing. Okay. Here's the thing. I personally do not. Um, I'm a little squicked out by like sh- the shipping of real, real people. people. Mm-hmm. And so, like, there's like a ton of like One Direction fan fiction. <laughs> oh yeah. But, like, I'm not interested in that because those are real human beings with like real lives, you know. Exactly. And that just isn't. For- but the movie after that came out last year is based on a One Direction fan fiction. Wow. Did I you uh, see Euphoria? Because the girl on that show tried to take her name's cat she took credit for the one direction fanfic that got so popular oh my god but she didn't really write it did she i'm not sure but that was that brought was up she, it was for her character that she's so popular because she made harry styles and the other one from one direction after a concert hookup or something it's hilarious it's the first time i heard about this fanfic oh. i'm fascinated <laughs> by all of this. i am absolutely fascinated by this guy i I mean, I've heard a fanfic. I think I heard fanfic. The first time I heard it was when I was watching, um, I watched Supernatural, and I used to Google things, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of Supernatural fanfiction. I was like, all right, I'm imagining what this is, is what if the show went a different direction? Little did I know, apparently, uh, those- In that the- direction yeah. is the town. <laughs> it can only go one direction, Steve. <laughs> That's pretty impressive, Dan. Thank you very much. I would write one fan fiction story where it's like if if I was going to do real people and it was One Direction, since they already kind of have that, you know, that corner covered, I think I would call it like One Erection. (laughs) You know, they just universally are able to do that at the same time. Very popular on aos i think you need to get on there i think i might start writing fan fiction steve i honestly think i'm gonna write some fan fiction i'm gonna give it a shot you could but it's gonna get it's gonna get messy though bro because i got like there's something wrong with me you know what i mean i may actually write something (laughs) and then go you know what i can't put this out because it's gonna be ass eating the whole bit (laughs) lord have mercy well i mean (laughs) Fifty Shades of Grey was a top seller. I hear this is what the kids are doing these days, so I thought I would appeal to the kids. Oh, the kids are doing this. No, not the kids. Oh. We don't want kids doing it. Like, like, like children. 
I that's fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I should change my terminology a little bit. The young, the, <laughs> the legally consensual adults are now doing that. It's just like a fucking buffet out there, apparently. And that, it's oh, weird. Jesus, it's man. lost on me, man. I'm just saying, like, this is how I can tell that we've gotten older. Is because oh. like there's new things that are coming out, man. You know what I mean? Anyway. I don't feel like that's a new thing. I feel like people are just willing to talk about it. Yeah, on yeah, the yeah. Internet. That's that's it. It's not oh, it's yeah. not a new thing because you know people get bored. But I'm just saying that it's it's now like uh, chic, if you will. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm questioning that. I don't. I know it's not a new thing, but you're right. People are more willing to talk about it. But I think in a certain generation, because like back in the day, you know, you and your your the folks used to just talk about very explicit things. Never in our explicit talks did that specific thing come up. So I don't think, I don't know, maybe they were hiding it, but I think it's way more, oh, let me try this thing. And I think it just got popular because everyone was like, yeah, I do it too. So, but I never, if you would have told me at 18 that, hey, people are going to make songs about this later. I feel like, <laughs> like you're crazy. It's kind of Go ahead. Like, I'm sorry. What do you think the first song was? <laughs> oh wow, Dan! Hold on, we gotta go to the. Uh, let's the, go to the. The first one, or I'm just saying, I don't know if it's the first one, but the first one that popped onto my radar about it, unless there's something older that you can think of, would be uh, that one about gotta eat the booty like groceries. <laughs> I'm I'm sure that there's one. I'm trying to think of something that alluded to it in old. <laughs> Like two short songs that maybe two we just short missed. Songs. <laughs> we might have missed it. Oh, I got well, it! I got I it! I got it! I, I think I know. I think I know. Okay, do you want the lyrics or not? Please. I believe it was two live crew. What did they say? He said, "I don't even know who it was. But I just remember hearing it. I think I've only heard the song like one time, and I went, wow, that's impressive. Like I didn't even think that. Okay, but it's really gross how he says. He says, um, he says, lick my ass up and down. Look it till your tongue turned doo doo brown." Remember Ew. You know, yeah, I, mean, oh, I didn't yeah. write the fucking oh. lyric, Melissa. Okay. <laughs> I know that. As opposed to the other one. Wow. I mean, that is putting your foot in it, right? Yeah, that's. <laughs> no, that's putting your your tongue in it. Yeah. <laughs> Shame on you, Christina. Why do I always take it here? I'm sorry. You need you need to go get a potluck. You need to. Um, you need to. <laughs> hey, look, potlucks. Hey, we 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 look around before we pick up somebody's food in a potluck. Like whose house that came from? Because if I don't think you wash your hands, I'm not touching your food. <laughs> That's why I don't do okay. potlucks. Period. You don't do potlucks, but if I, okay, here's what I will say: I have a no I potluck policy. I am biased. If I go to a if I go to like an old if I have to do something like an old Pentecostal church and they have a potluck, and they're like the the youngest person there is 98 or something, <laughs> I'm just not worried. I'm like they can eat it and live. I'm not going to worry about myself. If I die from this potluck and they live, that's survival of the fittest. That means I just was not supposed to be here because they're fine. So, yeah, I'll eat it. I won't worry about it. I'm not even worried. Like, sometimes you're worried about the germs, but sometimes it's just like, you can't cook or your shit's nasty. Oh, sure. So, and then sure. I feel the pressure sometimes to, like, make a plate because they'll come right over to you and be like, hey, I made this. And I'm oh. like, oh, I don't like no walnuts and lettuce in a bed. That's disgusting. Okay, yes. I'll pretend like I'm gonna eat it. Take one bite and then try to hide it to the side and put my trash on top of it before I can get rid of it. Listen, listen. <laughs> I don't eat work potlucks. Will never happen for me. Nope. Never. Especially where we work, you don't want to be eating potlucks <laughs> no. at a hospital. Nothing. Oh, that, you work at a hospital? You want that COVID casserole? No, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I love what you just did there, Dan. Thanks, Steve. I love you. COVID man. casserole. Thanks, buddy. 
You make me feel you're good about myself. You're on a roll. You really, here. really give me this uh, push in confidence, sir. Thank you very much. One erection and now COVID cast. Really? Bro. Like what else? What's the next thing that's going to come out of my mouth? I, who knows, right? It's like spinning a that's fucking wheel. Said. Oh, come on, Steve. <laughs> God damn it, man. <laughs> I, I gave up trying to fight off that 90s joke for like, I love that joke now. I hated it at first when you started doing it, but now I'll just keep doing it. I love it. But because that's how you, how the way you talk, Dan. Yeah, I know. I don't know what it is, man. <laughs> I look for opportunities to say seriously. Do Dan I? will call me. He'll be like, "Steve, I'm like, what? You are not gonna believe what I put in my mouth that was like a foot long." <laughs> are you purposely doing this right now? <laughs> Tell me, Dan. You always make it ten times worse. But let me ask, seriously, like, let me just ask you two. Listen to the show. Do I do this? Mm. Yes. I catch maybe one out of like every four or five that Steve says I would have also said see okay see? yeah all right you do leave yourself wide open hey you know but everybody that. does that I think it just takes like a Steve to point it out every single time <laughs> yeah that's true I love that it just takes a Steve that's what we're gonna start saying that yeah, is I mean, very true yes it's for and you know what it turns out doctors love that's what she said that. love it <laughs> Wouldn't have thought. thought they did. They love it. That's what she said. And they're like, they'll bring it back up the next day. And they'll be like, that's what she said, right? Like, hey, bro, remember like, when you said that? <laughs> did I do it right? Did I do it right? I did. I didn't do it right. That's all right. It's okay. That's all right. <laughs> I don't, you can hear him in the background talking to someone else. I don't think I did it right, though. I'll get it next time. Okay. It's good, though, right? <laughs> nice. A for effort. <laughs> that is so funny, Jay. Um, that is so funny. Hey, you know what I did this week? I had a pretty productive week, and I wanted to talk to you oh. about something real quick. So <laughs> there's a few things that I, I want to do uh, discuss. The first one is I started a Mixler account. You know what that is? Anyone know what yes. Mixler is? I do. So uh, Mixler is basically this uh, another way to podcast, right, where you can get on this this platform and basically do like a live show. So I send out a link. And you just, you know, you listen to it, right? You just click on it and listen. But I think what I'm going to start doing is I'm going to start spinning music on there, Steve. I'm just going to have like a radio show from now. What do you think about that? That's what the boredom, that's what boredom's doing to me. <laughs> Fucking crickets. Okay, then I so won't do it. So let me get this straight. Let me, no, no, no. Fuck let off. Me, uh, I'm just not going to do I, it now. I get what you're saying. <laughs> I was like, but I want to make sure. No, I want to make sure I understand yeah. what you're saying. I know I didn't sell it that well, but I got yeah, nervous. Yeah, okay. You said you're going to spin music. You're not going to do the A coming in. You're not going to do no, that. No, nope. I don't okay. even think I'm going to talk. Oh, no. I don't, wow. think that. I don't think you should do that at all, Dan. No. Why? Because people, if they see you on, yeah. they're clicking. Otherwise, they can just listen to the radio. Yeah, but they won't <laughs> listen to my, my awesome playlist. Oh, it's just a you work in progress. I may not even do it, and I don't think I'm going to now. That's <laughs> Okay. You know what? I'm just going to take my fucking ball and go home. You crushed my dreams. <laughs> Stay in my life. I'm just saying there's a lot. Look, on Twitch, not maybe Mixler, but on Twitch, there's a lot of that. They're even doing, now that it's quarantine, they're doing like parties. So if you miss the club, Melissa, you can jump on Twitch. And uh, they be having count when you're by yourself. Yeah. Aww. There's a lot of people in the comments. A lot like, of people. Like, I can't be drunk. drinking like that in my house. This house can't contain me. Oh, sniff. Because then I get bored and then I'm like depressed and drunk. 
Oh. <laughs> oh, why? But you have that very smart drink that you drink, right? So you should be fine the entire time. Would you like to tell yeah, me about this drink, please? The problem is I'm so drunk and so hydrated and nothing to do. <laughs> I drink um, vodka waters with lemons, many lemons. She's got a system, Steve. Listen to this. Okay, please. Go on. Okay. So you get your vodka because it's obviously the best liquor. And then you mix yeah. it with water so that you stay hydrated so you can just be chilling forever. And then you put lemons in there because that shit is refreshing as hell. And then you can even drink well vodka if you want to or need to because the lemons just citrus it all up. It doesn't taste bad. It tastes great. <laughs> Dropping size. <laughs> did you create that? Did you make that up for those reasons? Or did you just drink one and were like, you know, this would be actually, um, exactly a good idea. I started drinking I started drinking lemons in my mixed drinks because I drank a bottle of tequila on my 19th birthday and oh. therefore limes are out. Limes are not happening again. Oh, there's where the hatred And neither is tequila. Is. <laughs> um, but then I started mixing I started putting the vodka and the lemons in water instead of like Sprite because uh, carbonation like makes my stomach hurt sometimes and then the sugar makes you feel like shit and like you can't be doing that. So wait, back to this bottle of tequila thing. You didn't go immediately to the hospital? No. Come on, man. I went immediately to the bathroom floor where I lived for some time. Natural place. She set up shop there at the bathroom floor. But there's something about the bathroom floor when you're that hammered, huh? It's all cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, you can, it's all nice you can put your face against mm-hmm. the porcelain. Here's the, here's I the called my mom part. the next day, oh, and hey, I was like, you? I'm dying. <laughs> it's so good. I'm sorry, Mom. <laughs> I failed you. like, happy birthday. <laughs> Holy crap. I'm trying to figure out why Dan is putting his face on the porcelain and not the I knew the that floor. was coming. I thought it was actually going to come from Steve. <laughs> Now, no, listen, I did the same thing. you need to listen to me. Okay? There, there's not just one item of porcelain in a bathroom. So I'm not, it's not like if I have three, like a sink, let's say, probably not the sink because I'm probably on the ground. So let's, I mean, let's go, let's go bathtub. Oh, I think that's safe. Yeah, oh, that's even worse. Why are you? Ugh. I don't know. I, I think, you know what? I'm not that's thinking, I'm not thinking about this off. shit. All I know, all I know is that when I'm drunk like that, which it's been for, I haven't done that in, I don't know how long. They're talking like two decades, but it's, there's just something about that coolness where you just don't give a shit anymore. Like, if you're in that position, you shouldn't have been there in the first place. So you just you just work with what you have. Drastic times, drastic measures. I'll yeah. worry about it later is what I'm getting at. Yeah, those those days, like, when you thought you were done and then things start spinning again, it's the worst feeling in the world. Mm. It's the worst feeling in the world other than, you know, worst feelings. But, yeah, it's like, I remember being on the, because I guess I went to my friend's house. And he dipped the weed in something. I don't know what it was. <laughs> little angel dust. Cocaine. Cocaine. Did your lips get numb? Your weed. What'd you say, Melissa? Don't lace your weed. Yeah. Don't. I see. I did. I didn't roll it, which someone else told me. Like, dude, never, ever smoke someone else's. Thing. You always watch them roll it. I had no idea. I just thought I'm gonna experiment. I'm 21, and so I. <laughs> Yep, yep, yep. I, I smoked <laughs> and then I was walking with him and I said, hey, because the cement started pulling up. I said, hey, the cement like moving upwards for you. And he said, oh boy. Dude, like, am I getting oh, smaller? Boy. 
Exactly. He just was like, oh, bruh. I was like, what, why? What was happening? And then I turned, and that cement was going up, and it felt like I was going uphill. It was just, a, the whole world was wrong. And next thing you know, everything starts spinning. And it was game, set, match for about two days, actually. Wow. That's why I was like, that's why when you said you drank a freaking bottle of tequila, I said, your body doesn't get rid of that. And just, uh, oh, two hours, I feel sick. I'm fine. Now. No. It's like a two-day situation. I, I hadn't, I was not fine for quite some time. <laughs> Gosh. And it's funny how it only takes once, too, right? You could get close. <laughs> you can get close maybe even the night before, but that's just when you go over that certain point, it's where Came it's like, over. you know what? All bets are off. I'm never drinking this again. I can't look at limes anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yes. it's crazy what that does to you, man. Jack Daniels. Like, I can drink. drink a margarita, but, like, I'm not drinking a tequila shot. And if I have to drink one, I'm, like, going to the bartender and be like, can I have, like, a whole entire can of your little pineapple juice back there? Because I'm going to need to chug the whole thing <laughs> in order to get this tequila shot down. <laughs> oh, see, that's interesting because, like, I can't drink schnapps anymore. And it's not even a, oh, I Wait, peppermint? Oh, yeah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> oh, God. Peppermint. No, no, no. Gross. So no mints for y'all? Okay, I'll keep okay. that in mind. I like, I like peppermint schnapps. Is that wrong? Is that bad? It's no, it's not just bad. Like, it's I mean, yeah. Everyone just you can't brush your teeth when you get home. <laughs> yeah. Listen, listen. It's, it's, yeah, but when, once you get sick off an alcohol, you can never, you it's hard to drink it again. It's hard to yes. be like, oh, I'm going to try that again. Especially like that time when you're you're so drunk, but you try to laugh it off and be like, I'm not sick. And your body's like, <laughs> wrong, wrong. <laughs> you are. Oh, no, I'm good, I'm good. I'm trying to laugh with the buddies. Oh, I'm just going to not think about it. Your stomach's like, oh, we're coming. I don't know if you got the memo, but it's happening T minus. You cannot put it off. <laughs> no, you can't. Try to go back and dance a little. Trying oh. to. It's going to come. And they're like, why are you sweating? Bob's so embrace it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's always why you sweat. Exactly. Why are you sweating? Because <laughs> you try not to. Exactly. Your body is like, we are doing everything we can in here. Whatever's happening out there, you need to do your part. We are about to exit. Hey, don't think you can drink water now because it's already exactly. too late. Too late. It is All too... you're doing is adding more liquid to come back out. I can't even think so about it anymore. Bringing oh. it back to it, you got to keep the water going the whole time to try to prevent mm, these smart. things from happening. <laughs> so you've never, you've never gotten sick on vodka waters. It's like, I wouldn't say that. I'm sure I have, but it's not like never have I been like the only thing I drank was a reasonable amount of vodka waters and I'm still dying. Like that doesn't happen. Uh, it's always like, man, what happened? And someone's like, oh, you decided to have one vodka rebel or, oh, we decided to drink three rumbleman shots or, you know, it's always something that happens and throws off the game plan. Wow. See, I know. Dan, were you when you were. Did you ever do the whole, oh, I often puke after drinking? Or did yep. it take one time? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I don't know. I wasn't very good at it for a while. Now I'm great at it, which is probably not good either. But uh, I'll tell, tell you what. I will tell you, I promise you, Steve, if you remind me, that when we go back on Patreon, I will tell you the ultimate hangover story. I, I Just trust me that I can't get into it on here for like a hundred different reasons, but I promise you. Oh, I, I would story. love to hear that. I did not know that you puked. I puked. Once on on drink, once on weed, and I never did it. I just didn't. I was like, oh, I know. I don't want to feel that again. 
Okay. So I'm not going to do that. Again. You said once on weed. Do you think that could have yes. been from coughing? No. Because <laughs> we've was. all been there, right? Am I right, ladies and gentlemen? I mean, like, sometimes you do get, like, violently high. But it surprises me every time people are like, oh, I had a bad experience with weed and I never went back. I'm like, never. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> my mother. Like, that is my mother all day long. I, I look at her like, yeah, no. Okay, so y'all been talking and I'm just letting y'all go. Because, one, I don't drink very often. <laughs> <laughs> don't drink very often at all because I had that one experience and that was tough. But I do smoke mm-hmm. a shit ton of pot. Or some pot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I and it's legal in my state, so I ain't got nothing to worry about. Okay, okay uh, let's not brag. We got we have legal weed too. Okay, and let's not put ourselves on a pedestal here. Okay. Okay. Well. <laughs> okay. Yeah, exactly. Basically. So my mom, I've never known them to smoke pot or anything like that. I am relatively new to it. I would say I haven't been smoking since my daughter was born because those anti-anxiety meds was just not helping. So (laughs) I, all of a sudden we were doing it behind the scenes and then all of a sudden my mom is, uh, turn into a pothead because my dad gets his medical marijuana. Somebody got a card. Yeah, he got a card and he's like, well, all you do is bitch all day. Here, you take this weed. She takes the weed and then (laughs) has these terrible experiences and calls me about them. And I'm like, how do you have a bad, like, what is going on in your life that you have a bad experience? I've never heard of this. Every time I smoke, it's a really happy experience. I'm high right now. Everything <laughs> is just great. What? <laughs> I'm living I in like not. a constant cycle of like it's weed and caffeine and alcohol and just like a rotate in whatever time you catch me during the day. <laughs> like, is it morning? It's probably weed. If it's, I'm having a monster right now, and then when we get done here, I'll probably have a drink. Like, we'll see. <laughs> bring it back to the weed before bed to counteract all the caffeine i drank all day exactly. to wake up the weed i had That's for breakfast <laughs> okay yes yeah, something then i'm i'm like the small percentage of the world where it just if i it, it does not interact with me well at all you know, i wouldn't even go that far steve i wouldn't go that far i think you did it wrong somehow well, you guys know that i live with my boyfriend he doesn't smoke any weed some people just don't like it. Okay. Yes. I'm not saying it's that, he, like, that it's wrong to like it or to not oh, like it. Oh, I didn't think that you were saying it was wrong. I just didn't want Steve to feel like he was alone no. in this oh. experience. Uh, <laughs> and boyfriend are like, listen. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is where I'm going with it, though, Steve. I'm not saying that it's wrong that you don't want to do it. I'm saying that you're Steve, and I'm thinking that uh-huh. you did something <laughs> differently you know what i'm saying i don't know what i, I don't know did you inhale how. yeah did well, you even no, inhale were okay. you smoking while you were drinking because we got to separate these experiences till you get exactly. a little practice yeah, yeah. Your I, okay the story I get your weed legs. What, what happened was dan got me <laughs> idea he gave me the idea it was like i don't remember when you said it you're like you should just get a card i was like oh i'll just get a card so i called the doctor he gave me a card i was like oh cool and uh, so I, I was like, okay, well, let me start small. And I started using uh, damn vape pen first, right? Yeah, yeah. And nothing happened. I felt nothing. <laughs> like, ever. Okay. Oh, you did not inhale. And, the end of the story is he no. ate five cookies and doesn't understand what happened. <laughs> 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 like, it 
reminded me of my cigarette days. I'm like, oh, it's like I'm smoking a cigarette all over again. And um, and I was like, slow. It would make me. One thing it did help me do when he gave me the edibles. I woke up the next day. I was like, I didn't feel anything. And I looked at the time. I was like, oh my gosh, I had a great <laughs> night's sleep last. Like I looked at the clock and I woke up refreshed. And I said, well, that's pretty cool. But I didn't feel like. High, like I thought I would. So Dan was like, "Well, you weigh more than you got to figure out how much you weigh and do it like that." And I was like, "All right." So anyway, I got the card and and so uh, I bought some weed from a delivery service that was supposed to be like beginners.com sort of weed. Like this is base. Model. He actually found a nickel bag somewhere. <laughs> like it was supposed to be like this is not strong. This is a surfer side of side of He bought a bag of shake on purpose. So after I took out all the stems and seeds. No, and the funny thing is when the brothers pulled up, it was brothers, and I was like, he gave it to him and he looked, he's like, This you? I'm like, Yeah. And he's like, all right. Oh like, gosh. Like, all right. This is what you wanted, huh? And it was some sort of surfer, <laughs> surfer blue or something weird. So uh, after I lost all credibility with homie, he drove off. And uh, I, I take it home. And then I was like, okay, I got to get a grinder and something to smoke with. So I go to the weed shop or the smoke shop. And I'm like, uh, he's like, what are you looking for? And I told him the story. I was like, I haven't smoked in a long time. And he's like, who's with you? I said, nobody. And he stops. He looks. He's like, you're going to do this alone? Solo <laughs> mission. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Oh, well, why he got to set you up like that? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, was like, I was like, oh, no, you have to do it alone. And he said, I don't think you should do it alone if you haven't smoked for a while. I was like, gee, listen, listen, mm-hmm. I'm good. I'll be good. He's like, I really recommend you getting someone to um, do it with you or here. And he gave me Jesus, something it's not called, like you're trying to drop acid. No shit. <laughs> it's, it's, that's what I'm saying. But he's just like, if you haven't smoked in a long time, just have someone there with you. And he's like, or here. Here's the one hitter. Use this first before you go full on. Was it this, was it that one that's like, uh, the shape of a cigarette? Yeah. Oh yeah, I love those. And he's like, here's a one. <laughs> I love those too. And I, I was really funny so for that. <laughs> and I was like, and I looked at it and I was like, bro, listen, you think I'm gonna be walking around with this, bro? Just give me what I. Have. I didn't say that mean. I'm like, no, I'm good. Just give me, you know, zigzags, the whole thing in the grinder. He's like, all right, man, good luck. Godspeed, young man. He's like, okay. He's like, okay. And so I leave and I get home. And I was like, all right, I've done. I did the series of edible. Uh, I had the the vape pen. I'm like, it's time for me to go all the way. So I I roll. I roll a zigzag, and I start smoking it. And I smoke it all the way, all of it. Oh, there you go. And I get into the studio, and I'm sitting there. And all of a sudden, I'm like, my sound sounds weird here. Like, it sounded like it was there was a block between my... I was like, oh, I must have the sound weird. And when I turned, the turn... I turned around, and the turnaround was weird. I was like, okay. <laughs> now <laughs> it's hitting. I was like, okay. <laughs> it's hitting. Everything's cool. But then it kept going. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no. And so I... Um, I find myself outside walking the neighborhood at like two in the morning, like Debo's chicken Debo's coop. Chicken coop. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I am just walking the neighborhood, and a guy Thank comes out. Bell. Gee, and a guy comes out, and he's like, "Are you okay?" Two in the morning. He looks, "You okay?" And I'm like, "I wonder if I passed this guy's house a few times already for him to come out and be like, gee, are you good?'" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm good." 
and the, 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 the sidewalk's not moving. It's not doing like whatever dude that dipped it in freaking hydrochloric acid did. But it's still, my brain was spinning. I didn't feel right. And finally, when like about five hours later, it lifted. Wow. And I, I was like, I'm never. Do you have a number of the guy that sold you that weed? I mean, right? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Listen. Do you feel at all like maybe you should have gone with the one hitter? Yes, totally. That's exactly what happened. what was yes. what. Yeah. 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 Totally. totally. Yeah. Dude, he was right. The guy that owned the shop that knew he what he was talking about, he knew yeah. more than me, turns out. I'm of shocked. Of course, because he owns I'm also <laughs> like, willing to admit this. Oh, I. he was totally right. And because I've had a wonderful, uh, my boy Melvin brings up, he's like, dude, I remember us having a fantastic time one day smoking. I was like, we passed the peace pipe and we were just laughing away. And he's like, yeah. see, it's fine if you do it right. Yeah, and I'm like, see, that's what like, I'm getting at. I also, I want to like, I, I bristle at the idea that smoking weed by yourself is not uh, the best way to do it. <laughs> because like I... Do most I smoke mostly by myself. It's like unless I'm like partying, that's a little different. But if it's like I'm trying to get high and chill, I'm mostly doing that by myself. And I like if another person like you know wants to smoke, it, that becomes like the activity. But for the most part, I'm doing it, and then I'm like you know watching TV or doing some cross stitch. Uh -huh. <laughs> Or playing Candy Crush or anything yeah, else like something mindless, like keeping up with keeping up with the entertainment of like another person when you're high is like sometimes overwhelming. So like I feel like and like yes. when for your first time you're sitting there and you're like, are they high? Am I high? What are they thinking? Are they judging me? Do they have something to say? Do I have something? <laughs> exactly. Because you know you don't you don't have like your mind is thinking about what's going on. You're just like literally diarrhea of the mouth. Blah 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 blah. What do you think? Okay, I don't even want to think about anything. I just want to. And stare. then all of a sudden it's just like silent. You're like I have no I have nothing to say. No words <laughs> in my brain can ever come out of my mouth again. I do not understand what. Been happens. there so many times. <laughs> so happen. many. You don't want it to happen. I just feel like shut up. Why are you speaking? I don't want to talk about the world right now steve i think i got this figured out though. i've got this figured out i have diagnosed your issue okay we've all we've talked about it check it out every we've already talked about it. we're just going to put it all together now so a you went with the wrong amount for your first time b you probably went with with a pretty strong strain i mean that's i'm just guessing that's the case it was probably a really strong strain you did too much of it and then yes. you were left to your own devices and you were in your own head. Now, talking to oh, you for the last five years, I know you can get in your head and you can come up with some craziness. You know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking yes. that that in combination with everything else just gave you what, what some would call, and I'm going to use the term loosely, a bad trip. You know what's funny? Here's what I felt. I could explain to you what I felt like. I felt like I was getting really, really nervous. And the more I thought about how nervous I was getting the more nervous I got. And then it just got more See? nervous and more nervous. I'm like, am I getting nervous? Yeah, you're nervous. How nervous am I? Am I getting sick? You might be sick. No, I'm not sick. And that's or am the, I trying to... That's the thing. That's the last That's the last component to it. I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you, but that's the last component is that you did not no, have... Perfect. You didn't have a wingman or woman. You didn't have someone have there to, to talk you down and, and make you laugh. And you know what I'm saying? Get creative. Talk about some funny, trippy shit that we don't normally talk about. You know what I mean? Or write some that's fan fiction. That's, write some that's fan inspiration fiction, for fan fiction. Oh, Smith. That's what I should have done. That's I could have been like, what D'Angelo and Beyonce got together? <laughs> but those are real people, though. That's true. 
That might be Steve's thing. Hey, just because it's not my thing doesn't mean it can't be Steve's thing. There you go. (laughs) She ain't going to can't you. Imagine Hansel singing, how does it feel to Beyonce? Come on, Jay. You'd want to see that, wouldn't you? He's He's singing, how does it feel? To Beyonce. Okay, all right. I'll next thing you know, next thing you know, bro. <laughs> I thought that's what they were doing already when he said, how's they feel? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what right. I was... Dan's like, why do we need to I went straight, yeah. Fun. Just eliminated, <laughs> eliminated the foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> Not how I roll. I just want to put that in. Dan's like, open the door. I just want to put it in. open the door, they're phoning each other. And there we are. I'm like, okay, the no end. story. <laughs> the short story. That's not a haiku. It's not an actual story. That is so fun, Dan. One erection. Ready? Here we go. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna stop talking about it because it's it's all sort of revolving around that. Perhaps this would be a good time to interject some contact information before we start talking about what we've been watching. Fair enough. Hit it. All right, let's do this shit. What's up, boys and girls? Welcome to the show. Episode 110, we got fantastic guests, fantastic banter. We're talking about weed and ass-eating and the whole bit, man. Not together. You can if you want to, but that's your own trip. My name is Dan, and welcome to the show. If you want to get a hold of the Heroes of Noise, hit us up at heroesofnoisepodcast at gmail.com. That is heroesofnoisepodcast at gmail.com. On Twitter, you can hit us up at heroesofnoise. You can reach me, Dan, at danqpublic, and Steve at se underscore Hudson Music. Just do yourself a favor, go to www.heroesofnoise.com and there you're going to find our voicemail, links to the show, you can subscribe there, links to our friend shows, and of course, I haven't put this in there and I probably should, I'm going to put in a link to the Heroes of Noise podcast community, you can find us on Facebook, we're there, small group, but a killer bunch of people, we love it, and uh, other than that, we have more to talk about, so I'm going to go ahead and just wind it down here, bring it down a little bit, and turn it back to the one and only Steve Hudson. Dan, I have a question, and it might be offensive. Anything, man. <laughs> Yeah, you say anything because I'm going to be the one. Yeah. Um, so is it offensive if someone has a thing, right? Like, say, a kink, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm like, I don't think that's healthy. Is that offensive to them? Like, because I'm like, I'm worried about your well-being. I mean, like, do you have, like, a real reason why you think it's unhealthy? Like, are you educated and you know, like, facts about why it could be unhealthy? Or do you, like, is this just Like, makes you uncomfortable. Because people who do, like, weird potentially, not, like, not weird as if, like, there's any moral implication to, like, anybody's kink. That's fine as long as it's consensual. But what I'm saying is, like, people who engage in, we'll say, like, extreme kinks mm-hmm. like are gonna know about it and they're gonna have an answer for you and so if you say like don't you think that's unhealthy they're gonna be like well it would be if i did like xyz thing but i do xyz thing and then you're gonna be like oh you know your shit but if you don't know and they also don't know then this is a fucked conversation <laughs> <laughs> that is i love you know what that was a very that is a smart answer yeah i don't I need to say anything now that was something perfect. about like because i was thinking the more we were talking about like, if someone came up to me now, as a grown person, and was like, you know what I mean, Sue? And we were talking about the groceries thing. <laughs> and I would have been like, oh, that's healthy, bro. Be like, oh, it isn't? If we would have the conversation, but I wouldn't want him or her to feel offended at me saying, are you sure that that is good for you or no? I don't know. So do you? maybe you know more than I know. So can you tell me that it's okay or no. But it could also be your level of relationship with the person you're talking to. I mean, if I 
Okay, so case in point, there was a girl in our office where it got around where she has an actual relationship with a blow-up doll. Oh. And oh. she posts... <laughs> yeah, she posted photos of this her and the blow-up doll. I learned about this very belatedly. I didn't even know her very well. But the approach of the conversation was, uh, is that healthy? That's weird. Because I had all these feelings and thoughts. But my first question was her is, are you aware that there are photos of you and your significant other online? And she says, <laughs> yes, I am aware of this. And I says, okay, uh, you know, are you, it just help me understand because you've put this out there. You know, you do realize people are going to make comments on it. Yes, I realize that. Okay, good. So you're opening the door that I'm mm-hmm. going to make a comment. The comment is now. Um, <laughs> is this a healthy relationship to have with an inanimate an object? Because that's how I feel. So then she says, well, you know, people have masks or have vibrators all the time. And I said, you know, that's a good point. Mine's named Tom Hiddleston. Uh, I wow. have a very intimate relationship with him. And I mean, we don't talk or anything. And that's why I said, I said, I get your point there with the inanimate object, but I don't speak to him. I don't take him to dinner. I don't, you know, dress him up and post it on Valentine's day. And that might be, you know, open for conversation of, can you not have this with a normal person? Are you not finding love? What's just, she's like, Oh, you know, those are all really great questions. And that's why I have a psychiatrist. And that's when we ended the conversation. (laughs) Yeah. You got the psychologist though. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, we were able to have a, hey, there's this weird thing out there. I think it's weird. I kind of want to ask you questions. I can see it from your point. But, you know, we got to the point where she says she has problems and this is her coping mechanism. And then I say it like that. I'm like, hey, she's got some issues where this is her coping mechanism. And then I move on. Can I I ask a question? Yes. So I'm assuming when you're saying the relationship, it's more than a physical relationship. Like there, she's... You know, like those shows you see on TV sometimes, like I'm in love with my car or something. Is it one of those situations where she's... Oh, yeah. No, she was in love with this, uh, okay. this blow-up. Um, okay. Dressed th- it, had all the outfits. Talks I mean, to it and stuff too, I assume? Yeah, talks to it and everything. I, I And apparently they've been together for three years, so... <laughs> Do you think they ever fight? They're killing Oh, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm, all those fights are in her... It just really, after this whole situation went on, I was just like, personally, that girl's got some mental problems and I, I respect that and that y'all need to not make fun of it because everyone's thinking it's funny, right? Everyone loves to jump on the joke of it, but no one likes to get to the root cause of it. And you having some type of mental issue because you can't relate to other people. That's a real problem versus I just really like to put my penis in this blow up doll and have it as a relationship because I don't like, you know, there's, there's different types of things that I think, I guess to your question, I I think she really just, uh, I think she had a mental problem, but other people do just do it for the fact that it's better than a real relationship to them. I'm thinking of that movie, Lars and the real girl. Wasn't that 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 one? Love that movie. Yep. That's what I thought. That's interesting, man. No, I mean, I don't think you can really, I don't think you can really kink shame for something like that. That's something like you're saying where there's probably a more deeply rooted issue. And this is just what rises. This is the cream that rises to the surface. You know what I mean? But yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on, but that doesn't necessarily, if I've always felt like if they're not bothering anybody, 
what's the problem? You know what exactly. I mean? Like, people who piss on each other, I can't see it. Like, that's a kink. I'm looking at you like, um, that is acidic and it came from your body. That's gross. But there's some people who feel like men who like their, their assholes being messed with during sex because there's actual scientific proof that there's a pleasure spot there. So it's not just that, hey, I like it up the ass because I'm gay or anything. It's because actually this, when you touch it right there, it when my penis is doing stuff, it feels really good and adds an extra layer of orgasm. And I only get one and y'all women get like 50. So I don't see why you're shaming me. Dropping science. <laughs> Listen, and here's the thing. This, is, this is a smarter way. You see how Christina did it? That's the problem with cats now, I think, because... What do cats have to do with it? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But like, I know if if one of the fellas... You didn't think it was funny to see cats fuck? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm over it. <laughs> if, we, if one of the fellas saw somebody with a blow-up doll, one of our buddies with a blow-up doll, we would, like we said earlier, like, look at this blow-up doll having... <laughs> Automatically, <laughs> he's really let you into his life. That's immediately what's going to happen. But then you also have to time it right because you might have you and a buddy that have a relationship, a true relationship where you can talk about the blow up doll, but you add one more person to that conversation. Now it's a clown session, even though we're cool. If you're like, hey man, I want to talk to y'all about something. I'm right here, Steve. You didn't really have this unnecessary. <laughs> like, if I want to talk to two people about it, I was like, I like blow-up dolls. You're really kind of rolling the dice. Because two fellas on the other side of the conversation, it might turn into a clowning session. Like, look at this cat. Because it's two people. If you were talking one-on-one, the guy would be like, oh, really? Like, why do you do that then? But the more brothers you add into that thing, mm-hmm. the more possibility of now they're just going to... This is a jumping off point where you're never going to be able to be around these people anymore without being that. <laughs> even if you get married, like look at blow up dog getting married. They're gonna put it in your in the in the wedding. In the wedding photos, they're gonna have a picture of your blow up doll no up there. No question. <laughs> and, and you're not gonna want anyone to do the best man speech. You're gonna be like, no, I know what he's gonna talk about. Because it doesn't matter when it happens, whereas if it's a one-on-one conversation. There's something there was like, this isn't going to go past us. Mm-hmm. If there's two people, when you walk out this room, bruh, we're clowning you for like hours. And so I think it just depends on how, yeah, like you said, Christina, who, how close you are with the person. But even if you're really close with that person, it might have to be a one-on-one. It just can't be a group conversation. No matter how cool you are with your group, it has to just be a one-on-one conversation, which is why... Someone asked me, they're like, hey, I like doing this thing. I would feel comfortable being like, I think that's gross. But please tell me why you like doing that thing because I'm interested. You know what I'm saying? Whereas if it was two of me or three of me, yeah, clown session for sure. <laughs> it's be clown session. Now, I don't want to turn this into a clowning session, but I am sort of curious about something. <laughs> is, is there like 
and this this is for each of you. Is there just a certain kink where it's like, and you're not shaming it. It's just not for you. And you just really, really, really just don't get it. For instance, Christina said the urinating thing. And by the way, my argument with that is like Melissa said, maybe they have science behind that. So if you're saying nah, it's acidic and everything that comes out of your body, like, yeah, it does come out of my body. But like I've prepped for this. You know what I'm saying? So I drank lots oh, of water. Crap. Why did you even have to tell me that? Because I'm just, now I'm going to Vikings and I'm remembering that one of the ladies pissed on Ragnar because it was to help his wound. So maybe they, they have cuts that need uh, to be <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's got medicinal, that was a good that was medicinal a good properties. You can do that for uh, jellyfish things, I'm here. That's what I've heard. I heard that that's a myth. <laughs> I just also saying. heard that leads to death. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. That's what I well, heard. Well, I've seen that on many episodes of TV, so therefore it is obviously <laughs> It's totally true, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, my friend got stung by a jellyfish. Did you help him out? Yeah. Well, he got really serious when I, because I was like, oh, you got stung by a jellyfish. How, what did it feel like? He got serious. He's like, gee, listen. <laughs> it's unlike any pain. I was like, oh, you, we just got real. He's like, it's unlike any pain you've ever in your life but that's for guys women have felt pain more pain than that if they had children you know man so but for us that's it that's it we sit on the back of the bicycle wrong we're like this is the worst thing <laughs> no one's gonna make, no one's felt pain like this before that is it whereas y'all are like really that's the worst okay we put out a parasite of our body for a nine hours straight and then we have to walk away from it so yeah, like I, I mean, I always that. point out the fact that women are the only species that can bleed for seven days and still be living. That's true. <laughs> hey, you know what, though? You shouldn't eat an apple. I don't know what to tell you. That's God. Uh, right you on yourself. Okay. <laughs> who knew? Who, who knew? knew about I was the hoping. apple and who okay. information? You, you made night. these apples very shiny and you told me not to do it. So you just knew I was going to do it because you told me not to. Here's a tip. That's why I don't talk to they, snakes. They just said, they said, they said, don't eat the apple. And I said, why? And they said, because I said so. And I'm like, not a good enough reason. Exactly. Totally if true. you say it's going to unleash the original sin, maybe I would have thought twice about it. You're right. But the thing is, the thing, here's the problem. Here's the thing. God said, hey, listen, you should have listened to the man. Since you didn't listen to the man, now the man's going to continuously be ahead of you. And you're going to have to bleed. And you're going to have to push out babies. And so I was going to have to bleed and put out babies regardless. Exactly. Or we were just going to be Adam and Eve for fucking ever. What do you think we were going to exactly. do? Back clones? Well, I know, the, I know it, 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 it wasn't painful first. At first, it wasn't painful. And uh, instead, well, you just, it, apparently in the beginning, you just slept with your sister or mom, however you procreate. He had the perfect idea. But these uh, guys ate that apple. It was bullshit, is what that <laughs> All I know is, well, at least we got smarter and we live longer. Cause um, you, you definitely are very. You're the best of. You are the best of humanity. That's true. There's no question. There is no question. Yeah. About that, you guys are the best. No, of it's a scientific fact, seriously. Because I was actually when I went into preterm labor, the one lady, and it was kind of rude because a whole bunch of other people around too that probably were having boys. But that's the first thing the doctor goes, "What? Oh, you're having a girl, and she's African American. Yeah, you're like the best stakes of child survival." I said, "No, that's not true." He's like, "No, actually, that's a mathematical fact. Women or African American women." are the number one survivors <laughs> well, see, like, uh, through childbirth. I, I, I don't understand how y'all have, when my son was born and it was a C-section 
and they cut her open. And I was looking over the, the curtain and I was like, Deidre, I can see your spine. <laughs> and the, doctor was, the doctor was like, she does not want to hear that right now. And I was like, this is incredible. Yeah, mommy always got to be. You gotta. You always gotta make side comments in the room. That's the same thing my stupid ex did. Talking yes. about well, it wasn't that bad. I, every nurse looked at him like, "Okay, do we escort this man out the building? It's up to you." But we're deciding. <laughs> go. Yeah, I, there was a lot of things I remember because she didn't know she was not a C-section. They were saying, "Hey, don't be surprised if you crap on the table." And I was like. By crapping on the table, what is the, what do you mean by what do you mean by that? Can you specify what you're talking about? <laughs> I How do you mean? What do you mean? I did not know that was a thing, so I was like, "It's totally oh, a thing." It totally. That's my worst nightmare. Oh, I was. It was not gonna happen. I said, "Let me tell you something." I'm walking to the bathroom and taking this shit because I will not be shitting on my daddy's baby's head. You crazy? <laughs> wow. and I don't smart. care. I think I'm gonna give you some whatever. Y'all give me a, a what the hell thing they they shove up your ass? Enema. Give me anything you need. I will not be shitting on my on this bed or on my child. That's I can't have that. That's actually smart. That's actually a smart thing to do. That's actually a very smart thing to do. Yeah, I, I just didn't know what happened. I thought when I like I think that whole day was pretty much me in my head being like, so y'all crap on the tables. It's <laughs> crazy. Like I. I was like, oh, because it makes sense because I don't know if in my brain I thought it was two different pushing mechanisms. But now, <laughs> later on that day, I'd be in the car and be like, huh, yeah, because they're pushing. You know, what's even worse is they don't tell you, or at least they didn't tell me about like episiotomy. Is that thing was called? Down there. And I'm just like, wait, I was not expecting. You should have told me that I was going to have additional ripping and tearing that I was not aware of. The taint snip. Yeah. Yeah. That's not okay. That's not okay. That whole experience is not great. That's why y'all pushing out a parasite is life. If we do it, we die. They'll be like, oh my God, an alien invaded and they're coming out of men. But y'all are like, oh, this is life. Burn them with fire. Exactly. (laughs) It's a horror movie if it happens to us. If we literally just give birth to a thing, it's a horror movie. They're like, yeah, when when a woman does it, it's like, it's beautiful. Because y'all are the better of the, you guys are like the better of humanity. So. 100% 100% I mean they don't come out looking great though they do come out looking more alien than because yes. I looked at they throw that little freaking mess in my lap and I was like what the fuck is this squid get the hell away from me my son had this cone head and I just knew something was wrong I'm like oh he's broken I remember when my son was born, uh, Gail went through like 12 hours of labor and they're like, nope, this isn't happening. Like it's, he's just not going to come out. So they had to go to an emergency C-section, but him being in that, that path, as long as he was, yeah, he came out looking like a xenomorph, like what do they call the xenomorphs or whatever? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is this? Can you put him back and let him finish it up? They're like, here's a cat. Like his head looks like a bean. Like it was, it was. Like the, you know what I mean? It was, it was an oval. It was a trip, and I'm like, is he gonna stay that way? They're like, no, 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 no. Don't worry about it. And it's so weird how they bounce back. But that is some crazy, listen. crazy shit. And I would have had to school them. I'll be like, listen, when you walk into school, they're gonna be like, look at this cone shaped head. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be ready for this. So you have to look at what they're wearing or something and be ready. Because oh, man. man, your cone is ill. I think it's 
think I want to untitle uh, this episode. Look at this podcast. That's what my podcast. Microphone that's fucking great, dude. What's worse is if you're like two times the shade of African, uh, an African immigrant, and your baby comes down full white and blue eyes. <laughs> you're just like, and they take oh, you in there. Wow. They go, "Oh, is that your baby?" And you're looking around like, "Oh, it's my look at my chocolate right there. That's my baby." No, no, I'm sorry, it's that one. Wait, the Caucasian with the blue eyes and the blonde hair. That's, <laughs> oh, so that's you are like baby? literally. You're. This is us. You're an episode. Yes, it was. This is us, baby. Yes, her dad was half white. And she came out looking just like her father. Thank God it changed. But it was very, I was like, because I was, you know, it was squinting the first time. So I didn't really take a look. I was just like, ooh, this is a whole bunch of just yuck mm-hmm. so seeing her for the first time i it was very hard to convince me my baby was not switched with another baby and i kept st- i would not hold her to the first three minutes because i said that's not my baby like i really wish i'm gonna get send, put a, a a picture in uh the in the tag and i'll show you how white that baby yes, was. And I, I, was, I really want to see this and you're was be waiting like, for ashton oh, kutcher to come out <laughs> Just kidding. Like, this, <laughs> this is your real baby. No, I was really thinking, shit, would y'all put me on the second floor? <laughs> oh, no. Yep, that's maybe it. in the wrong department. <laughs> you, only have, you only have the one or you have two? Three? Four. Oh, no. I'm one and done. Same one thing. and done. One and done. Dan decided, I think I could do this again. And he did. Oh, well, I clearly yeah, didn't okay. have the hard part to deal with. I think uh, you did there. No, 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 I didn't do anything. I'm just oh, saying, okay. like, I don't think that, you know, it was kind of a group. I mean, you did have the hard part of how did it happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> you know what, what I was saying? saying. I thought you were going that direction. No, man, so you get I, your minds okay. out of the gutter, for real. Like, I don't, I'm just saying, like, I don't okay. even talk perversely ever, so stop it. Oh, what? man. Wrong you show. Did, you were talking about groceries. I know, I know. I always, I always bring it to the butt. I'm sorry, I don't know why. Talking about licking ass. Hey, I just brought up a conversation, or like a topic I said discuss. That's all I did. <laughs> yeah, I... I'm like, how about we just talk about movies now so I can get out of this ass eating conversation? Let's do it. You want to do that? All right. Let's do it. All right. So, Danathan the Manathan. Yes, sir. Melissa Sloterhouse. Sloterhouse. Wait, stop. What do you think of that? We were, he was trying to ship that. It's, it's fine. Uh, it's it's fine. I don't like. I know that it's a thing. Like slaughterhouse rules, right? Never seen it. I I'd be a poser Neither if I changed I've, my name to that. <laughs> I've never seen that movie yet, but I've heard I've heard of it though. Slaughterhouse. So when I heard slaughterhouse rules, I'm like, oh, slaughterhouse rules. Slaughterhouse rule. Slaughterhouse rules. Is that what it is? Slaughterhouse rules. Oh, it's yeah. not. Slaughterhouse rules. I know, no, no, no. I'm just saying like the, the original name. Never mind. I'm sorry. I just no, that's what I'm saying. wondering where that came from. the original name. Okay, let's 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 go in a circle. Christina, what do you think the original name is? I think Slaughterhouse Rules. Slaughterhouse Rules. What about you, Dan? The original title? Yeah. Cider House Rules. You think it's I think you <laughs> I'm gonna look it up real quick. Okay. Where did we get Slaughterhouse? So Slaughterhouse Five. Slaughterhouse Five. Holy crap. Yes. Oh, wow. That's it. Did you hear well, it? It is a no, said Slaughterhouse Rules, too. That's because you say I it. Mean, that's, he, that's what you guys have said before. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, we have a way of changing things that make sense for us. Like, exactly. everyone keeps saying Corona. 
or COVID-19. We call it the Rona. The That's Rona. all we know it as, the is Rona. the Rona. Like, everybody's like, Rona 2020 is canceled. Everybody's like, what are y'all talking about? Rona what? Yeah. That's, that's, that's it's the just like, it's you know, just like, like that, it. that black plural. You go in there, Barnes yes. and Nobles? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going for <laughs> Bars around here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, maybe it's just easier to put the S on, I guess. I don't know. Hey, this is one of those times I'm just going to, I have to go back for a second because I just realized something and I know everyone here caught it except me and now I just caught up, so I apologize. I meant to say sell something, not ship something. I'm not stupid. All right, there. I'm sorry. I don't yeah. think you're stupid. I don't think you're stupid, and the reason I laughed about it is because we were talking about fan fiction, that's and when you like, when you want a couple, when you want a couple to get together, <laughs> yeah. you ship them, like you support their yeah. relationship. Yeah. So like, it made logical sense I, you I, shipping me with that name becoming was, a couple. I got you. I, I'll take that. I will yeah. take that. But I'm just saying, I it's heard it, shipping. and then I was like, oh no, that was bad. I got I can't. Be, you know what? Because I'm always afraid of getting like fact checked on here. Hey, stupid! Like on an email. Hey, stupid! <laughs> you said shit wrong. You know, I don't want that. Because I'm very sensitive that way. But anyway, I don't want to make this about me. We're going to talk about movies and shit. Right? Oh, dude, you got to get well, over that. You do know okay, that I but also, Before we move on, Slaughterhouse Rules is a movie from 2018 starring Margot Robbie, Michael Sheen, Asa Butterfield, uh, Simon Pegg, yes. Finn Cole, etc., etc. It's a thing. I ain't seen rules. it, but it's a thing. Slaughterhouse yes. Rules. I've never heard I'm of it. Slaughterhouse okay. Rules. I knew it's I an action comedy fantasy movie with a 5.2 out of 10 on IMDb. IMDb is harsh because I've watched some of their three, like three out of ten. I'm like, that movie was perfectly fine. Oh yeah, I don't understand. Let's see what it says on Rotten Tomatoes. What it says is about devs. You know what? (laughs) You know. You know what? Let's go there now. I'm okay. very curious to hear how this conversation goes. I haven't even seen the, the, the show. I'm just literally trashing it already. Neither have I. I mean, but I've seen, just like I said, just those few episodes and I'm not buying it. So I would like to know, I, I'm not entirely sure where you fall, Melissa. Did you like it or did you not like it? I liked it. It was fine. It All wasn't right. like groundbreaking and none of the concepts were groundbreaking. The most, the, the most interesting things about it were like the philosophical questions about uh like technology and free will and etc uh but they don't connect that to anything within like the character motivations in my opinion and so therefore it's like you know it's just fine it like it looks really cool i I like the actors i like the concepts and none of it really like hangs together in a meaningful way for me totally understandable i tell you know it's funny i when you when i really think about it the best part of this show are the conversations I have with my sister. That's mm-hmm. the best part of the show. Asking her, be like, hey, technically is this a, and her being like, well, um, this person thinks that this might be true and this and this. I'm like, okay, that's, and the more I think about it, that's the best part of the show. The conversation, it sparks with other people being like, what if you could, is it okay for technology to enable a person to be able to do this? Are you okay with that? Well, and, 
Yeah, and when it comes to, like, determinism and, like, free will and, like, uh, putting, like, out an algorithm on human behavior, like, the most interesting parts of that are, like, how it becomes Westworld. <laughs> I'm about to say, that's all Westworld. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty yeah. much Westworld. And Westworld and we've does had three a lot more with that. Yeah, Westworld does a lot more with that on, like, an emotional level, I think. So, like, if you're interested in those concepts, you can watch Westworld and be like, oh, okay. Westworld, like, I I haven't been there. They told me that this, uh, my friend was like, this season, because I loved last season. A lot of people told me, they're like, I didn't really, I. I love last season, too. I I don't know. It had issues, but. I loved it. And so this season, they're like, this one's way different. He said, something happened. Well, we can't wrote it. But I'm not going to wrote it because I haven't seen it. But he's like, I don't want to wrote it for you. But something happens where it's like, well, that's supposed to be the end of the season. Like, now that we know who wins, I'm like, oh, do we? He's like, kind of, you kind of do know who wins this whole thing. But now it's just moving forward. And I'm totally true. Like, the determinism I- thing. Would yeah, disagree. I know. Uh, yeah, I would totally girl. disagree. One, that, they probably knew it before they it got renewed for like six seasons now. So, so apparently HBO prepaid for Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy to do mm-hmm. multiple seasons of Westworld. So like exactly. we were all just like assuming this was the last season, and this was never the last season. Yeah, it's just kind of like, like, we all got uh, played. It's like um preacher. It was kind of like, I didn't think it was the last season because I said that when they first came out, Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy were like, this is five seasons. We have it planned for five seasons. And they're too big of a name and they spent too much time and money in the first season to have ever not have laid out a contract. The same thing with Preacher. I think that they said, hey, we get to at least finish the story within two to three seasons or if you get four seasons. I think that's smart because it does allow for shows to at least tell their story without yes. being canceled. Yes. And people like Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy, they're not going to be like, uh, okay, I'm just going to give you one season of this really great show that I have planned for five seasons, and I'm just going to let you guys decide. Hell no. I'm going to get me a contract that tells me at least five. Now they apparently worked it out at six, and we're going to get that whole story. And I think it's going to go way, way further into the future, more Blade Runner than than uh, it is been, well, that's kind of started this season. The only part, like, the only part of these conversations when we talk about how far we are from this sort of technology is the determination, the determinism factor. If Mm -hmm. we didn't, if we X that off the end and just talk about an immersive world that you would like, that you could say, I want this, we're not terribly far. I agree. But the determinism factor is and the only reason we don't have that is because we don't have the computing power. If we did, it wouldn't be that crazy either. Already, Google kind of knows what you would like. Oh they yes, put together what you sort of would like. But when you go to their facility and see all of their different uh, uh, their spaces, that is nothing but space for information, and that's just for determining what you would like to buy. Well, I mean, that yeah, all is... of our ad servers are going to be fucked up after this conversation. Listen, it's so true. But yeah, it's like <laughs> when we consider all the all the space they have to buy for, for, for servers, just to be like, we're just trying to figure out what you're going to buy and giving you information. That's it. If we were going to say, now we have to Every single person's life has to be factored in 
every piece of your life to determine what you might be doing in the next. But if we cut that piece off, we're not far from, from a, a totally fully immersive world that people can just walk into. And I wonder if people would ever want to walk out. Yeah. Like, would you want to, like they did with the, um, it was, uh, it wasn't, was it? Um, Are you talking about this show on Amazon called The Feed? No. Uh, what was the What was the movie where that guy created a? It was a show. It was an episode of a show. I don't think it was. Was it Black Mirror? It might have been with Jesse Plemons, where he, he yeah did a, yeah that that yeah, Star Trekky one. Bingo. Oh yes, he, yes. He totally immersed himself, and there was times where you just didn't want to. If I had that, I wouldn't want to leave. Totally. Like if totally, you can live, if you can live a better life, and just by you, by yeah. strapping on whatever the goggles or whatever that you have to use, the equipment that you have to use, and go there. Let's say that you're someone that lives by themselves all the time, or you're you're someone that keeps to themselves. You're a recluse. You know what I mean? And you're doing something like that where you can go and be a bigger, better person, have these adventures or experiences, what have you, that you are just completely incapable of having in the real world. And then to top onto what you're saying, and I'm being serious about this, I'm not trying to take it into the gutter. Now you're dealing with the fact that you ha- you do have these, these uh, they're somewhat AI sex dolls now. You know what I mean? Like, yes. uh, let's take yeah. that one that Whitney Cummings has as an example. Like, it's it's getting, I don't know exactly what she uses that for other than comedy, but what I'm saying is that it's getting close to where, like, we're really in the infantile stage of this right now. And mm-hmm. I, I don't think we're too far off, Steve. I would say in just... As fast as things go and, you know, provided that you don't have this uh, time where the world shuts down, like what we're living in right now, I, I'm i guessing 50 years, 50 to 60 years, you're going to have something oh. very close to what you're, I mean, maybe not Westworld, of course, but like something like that, where you can have this fully submersive experience and just be, you, you may not even want to come back out. We're not even, it's not 50 years. No. We're, we're way close. We're talking about within the next decade. You're because we have, have the VR... We have the VR technology, and all you need to do is continue to improve on that. Right. But it uh, to answer your question, Dan, I you really should watch the feed on because uh, it explores this exact concept on Amazon, and it, it's a book. I didn't like the book as often. Uh, that was the audio book that I was referring to. That wasn't as great, mm-hmm. but the the show actually <laughs> is so fascinating because. It's exactly that. Everyone in the future has these uh, implants in their brain that literally feeds them into the neural nectar or network. And you, it goes to the point where you're feeling your, your, what other people are feeling. It's a shared, immersive experience with everyone in the world. Sounds great. Everyone's into this from the time they're born. But the problem is, is people get addicted to this feed to the point that they stop learning to be human. So then when the, the I ain't going to spoil it, but this is literally the whole premise of the book. Um, once that feed comes crashing down, A, because so many people have been addicted for so long using their eye movement and stuff, it actually creates uh, medical problems. And when everyone's disconnected, ha- more than half the population die. And then additionally, everyone who's left and who's never been, they have to readjust life to not being, but they still have that uh, phantom feeling of being. It's so fascinating. You just have to go watch that it show. It sounds super but interesting. But it, it definitely, it, it, it goes into that question of what happens if we get addicted. To, we're already addicted to technology in a lot of ways. I mean, it's very hard not to touch my phone, even right now. Whether I want to be addicted to it or not, I have to look at my phone every 15, 20 minutes. 
get that little sensation and you exasperate that in the future. And now I can, I can change my setting where I could be hanging my friends and we can just with a thought change our entire room. And we're in Japan and we're having fun and this is our lives. Of course, we're going to want that. But what then it does to these human forms that we are after that, because we're literally essentially putting our consciousness into this world. Sure. That's true. Now, and like uh, during quarantine, I'm like, sign me right the fuck up. Plug me right? in. I'm ready. <laughs> right. Now, I got a question for Melissa. Try Six Flags. In this, in this, question for Melissa. In this same idea of a fully immersive world, is it, say you, say there is a fully immersive world, because um, I'm not going to, I don't, uh, and like Dan said, there are, Women in this fully immersive world, would you feel like you're being cheated on if your boyfriend has a fully immersive person that he visits in this fake world? I mean, isn't the question how, like, the question isn't, I don't, that's not like a black or white question. The answer lies in, like, how this relationship is set up in the first place. Just a, a physical relationship in this, in this other world. I mean, like, obviously it's not real. I mean, it is if if we're living our lives like in a virtual reality and that's where we've invested like the emotional stakes of our life, then, yeah, of course, it's cheating. But if he just goes in there and life is like it is right now, except virtual reality is 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 is. Is better. Do do I believe that women in the vir- in this virtual reality scenario, like, do I believe that like the 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 women or the men, you know, the, the like sex objects in this virtual reality do are do they have consciousness? Do they do they make choices? Do no, they have an they emotional investment in this relationship? Nope. No. No. Them. I don't program. think so. So you'd be like, I'm totally fine with you going into that world and having sex with that fake thing. I think that people would really beg to differ on that. I'm not saying I, I, mean, I do. I just is, that's like a personal preference. It's, yeah. it's like the same as like asking someone like, do you think that like your partner looking at porn is cheating? Right, do you right. think that like masturbation is cheating? Like it's just an evolution of like those same concepts. It's, you know. For sure. It, it, it really is like you're saying too, like some people are into like open relationships and things like that. So you do have to sort of factor all that stuff in, right? But if you're dealing with a one-on, like a, a regular couple that are in love and have been married and you're now taking your time and your, you know, your emotional, like, this is just where you're getting all of your emotional, like, needs. And you're going to, like, let's say, uh, what the hell they call that on uh, Ready Player One, like the Oasis or something like that. Yeah. You're going there to, to get everything that this person, this living person that you've been with for a long time, is, they're not giving it to you anymore. You know what I mean? So I would think that that person, your spouse, would be feeling like they're, because you can cheat emotionally too, right? Isn't that mm-hmm. kind of true? So, yeah, I would think that would be in a... a, a I can't even talk right now. I'm trying to explain this, but I, I think say, that it would be a definite cheating situation provided that that's the grounds that you've already established your relationship on. You know what I mean? Like you, you, uh, you're a monogamous and it's a one-on-one situation, but if you're now taking that and going someplace else and giving all of your energy there, then I think that the other person would be offended and feel cheated on. I would fucking feel cheated on because I'm always available. So if, <laughs> You need to do it. I like. I'm saying. What am I saying? I'm always I'm in the relationship. Out, I ain't doing shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I ain't doing shit. Uh, you can. These legs are always going to be open for your needs. But I think that's also a big thing in relationships. <laughs> <laughs> Period. 
is that especially when it comes to sex it's such a male it's like so many people still have an issue just talking about what it, like if they're i think to bridge the gap between dan and melissa it's okay i want to have sex with you wife four times a day can you handle this okay if you cannot handle this is it okay if physically i let out this seed into this virtual woman that has no emotional ties to me it's just that I think that's not cheating because you way you've had the conversation right. and you're getting in some way consent and it's not, it's more like we, you're literally having the words of, I have this need and you're not able to perform it for me. And it's not that I want to not have it with you is you are saying I can't now personally, if you want to have sex four times a day, it just makes sure it's lubricated and well-timed. That's all. Um, if that's what you need to do and that's what keeps you, you know, because it is a, a part of, I don't know, it sounds shitty to say, but a sacrifice to be able to give to someone else's needs when they're not necessarily on your needs. Like people who really can have one, sex once a month and they're pretty much good versus other people, they need more than that. And you have to be able to bridge that conversation or your relationship's going to end up cheating, whether it's in a virtual world or not. No, that's true. No, I, I think we're going to get a real world we're going to get a real world exercise in these ideas when inevitably it's going to happen when sex work is legal. We're going to get a real world workout in what people consider. Uh, is that okay? Or isn't it? What's an emotional tie? It's just physical. I'm just visiting this person and coming back home. We're going to get a world, a real world exercise. We're going to start hearing stories about, well, what, like, how is that working in America? How is that doing? Is it affecting the relationship or is it literally you couldn't even tell until, you know, you knew that this was happening? It's going to be a real world exercise. And I think that's going to happen before virtual, the virtual thing happens. And I think if the sex work goes, is legalized first, some relief will happen when someone's like, oh, you're just going to do it virtually. Have fun. As long as you're not going to Cindy or as long as you're not going to Johnny or The Rock, or whoever you go to, <laughs> and you stick it, you go ahead and stick right into the daggone virtual reality, fine, have a ball. Because they're gonna rather that than perfectly legal sex work down the way. For sure. So I think that's gonna be the balance. It's gonna be like, no, I'd rather that than the other thing. Sure, have fun, have a ball. But when you start emotionally, like buying a gift, so remember it's the anniversary. Because there's yeah. also the, the idea of like me, I'm not sure, and I think it may be harder just for women, Melissa, you can tag in here, but it's hard for me to not have sex with an emotional connection. Even if it's just, I don't want that to happen, it, it pedal talk gets you every damn time. What do you feel, yeah. Melissa? <laughs> Here's the thing. If, if you, and I, that's the royal you, but like, I don't want to get too much into like my own personal life. <laughs> No, the thing about it is like if you keep if you keep going to the same person, it's feelings. So if you want this to be happening and you want it to not be feelings, you gotta keep it moving. You just gotta keep a gotta keep a rotation. That's fair. I agree. Keep the train rolling. And then here here in the year of our Lord coronavirus, it you can't be keeping it moving. You have to find the one person who's in fucking isolation and they're not sick and then <laughs> That's true. So it's going to be feelings for everybody. 
That is so. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't even think. I bet you there are feelings going around that they're like, I thought this was supposed to be totally. Oh no, like, there's there's also divorces going around. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, sure. it's feelings, whether those are good feelings or if they're bad feelings, but <laughs> quarantine is feelings. That exactly. is what we have learned. <laughs> I guarantee some people are, like, looking at their significant other and be like, have you always been like this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you're never in the I'm house about to kill you, bro. Exactly. <laughs> you get to escape them, and they, there's no escape right now. Like, who came out and said, Kristen Cavallari and whoever, but 14 Jay years. Collar. Yes, 14 years, and just Did during the Rona. I hate this. Ah. Did oh, you yeah. read what they said about, like, the reasons why? What was it? No. Uh, um, like the divorce papers say like um like inappropriate marital con like conduct so Mm -hmm. that's like abuse or cheating and Mm -hmm. then it she requested a hundred percent custody so it's like okay did he hear her i need to know because there's only so many reasons because she said that it'd be like unsafe for them to cohabitate now and it's like emotionally unsafe or physically unsafe. The people need to know. There's because definitely some form of abuse. Watching Laguna Beach, <laughs> and I need to know the answers. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I wasn't that invested, but now I'm curious. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't he an NHL star? Uh, football. Football. Holy cow! Really? Well, you don't know who Jay fucking Color is? No, I had no idea. I had no. Did you he's know a, he's no. a football player? I guess maybe because I live in Chicago. It also could be that I'm like so shitty at sports and I don't follow, I don't follow anything. That's probably the main reason why. So am I. I want it to be known that I also do not follow sports, but he was the quarterback for the Bears. Look at the Chicago fan. And you cannot escape like Bears talk living in Chicago. So is he still a football player or no? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> you went one step all over the line, Steve. The <laughs> all the and I was like, so does he still do that thing? I have no idea. Could, not tell, you. About, Could right? not tell you. If I find out that he hit his wife, I hope he doesn't play fucking football. Even that's, though that, that's a whole entire thing, and this is not a sports show, so we don't need to talk about how Melissa hates the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, I could go on for hours, but if they, if they took away everybody that hit their wives in the NFL, I think it'd be like <laughs> Oh, there wouldn't be an NFL <laughs> there'll be, I'll miss it. will <laughs> be like people throwing to themselves. I'd be like, well, I caught it. That's, no, that's a bold statement, scary. Steve. Hey, listen, bro, listen, bro. But you're probably not wrong. <laughs> listen. I would love that. I want that to happen badly. Oh, uh, so, yeah. If you beat your wife, you don't get to play violent sports anymore. Sorry. That's very, you know, that's a very, um, not a consequence. Everybody, no no one cares if you're a domestic abuser, which sucks. But I also, after the Rihanna situation, I now, I'm not so quick to always jump on the man. Even if, even if there's a domestic situation, I hate those because I grew up in one for 15 years it sucks, but I find myself with these, you know, women, I, I want to talk to them. Like, I want to ask Kristen, okay, mm-hmm. so 
Was he having this violent behavior? Did you in any way? And 14 years is a lot to deal with someone in abuse. And I, I don't know Kristen very well, but she seems like someone who has a lot of agency on herself. She's got her own line and all this. She's got money. She's got me. She's got both. Uh-huh. Not uh-huh. those same things that typically, you know, when you hear in a abuse relationship. So you wonder, why did you stay for 14 years? Was it just love? But then you have to also ask, her, what were you doing? You know, because Rihanna really surprised that someone would hit you in the face if you smack them first and you're both drunk you're asking for a situation to happen and I just now I have more of that question than I ever had I was before like oh my god the man hit the woman that's terrible but now I always be looking at these women too like mm, what was your your yeah for me, and I just want it yeah. to be known that none of us know if Jay Cutler hit Kristen. And no, I don't want not. people to act like that's fact. It's not. <laughs> I know, like, for me, I've always held the, uh, like, my mom, you know, when I was young, be like, you never hit a woman. And I'm like, what mm-hmm. if she hits me? Well, then you run. But what if you got to, well, then you do something else. Well, what if it, well, then you do something. There's always another option, regardless of what you're going to do. That is just never. Chris Brown, I don't care what she did to him. I yeah. Care. yeah. Whatever she did to him, he had another option than beating the piss out of her. And I was mm-hmm. like, it's, oh, and, and if like, look, if you get out the car, well, well, she messed up my car. I don't care. You're you're a millionaire. You'll be fine. Well, if she hit me, yeah, you'll be fine, dude. Well, did she was she gonna kill you? No. Well then you should have just walked away. You well, had we're talking, about, we're talking about drugs and alcohol though. So that's where I get the my little I part. And, and I know I agree. I totally agree. Like I don't defend him. I just think that sometimes we just need to be a little bit more cognizant of putting ourselves in these situations, both male and female. Because honestly, I think they both were toxic for a long time before that went for down. Sure. That's like exactly how I feel about like Amber Heard and like Johnny Depp too. Like that was a, that was an abusive relationship on both sides. So around. if we're canceling anybody, everybody should be canceled. Or mm-hmm. just like people, some people just should not be together. And it's Amber exactly. Heard and Johnny Depp, and it's Rihanna and it's Chris Brown. <laughs> and she came out defending him, which tells me more <laughs> that yeah, she's for like, sure. uh, this was probably more regular and only got this violent, but it's been violent before. And to me, that's just. <sighs> it, it, yeah. it, it creates this thing and and that's why he's still popular right now women talk about how beautiful and they want to be in a relationship with him because and i can't speak for other cultures but black cultures in particular there's that whole thing you know if the man hits you you gotta stay with them and or you know you that's a church thing yeah well that's a church thing <laughs> that's mm, the, that's yeah. where because i noticed black folks that don't go to church the three that don't they don't even <laughs> <laughs> they, they literally do not even have that. They don't even think it's about true. it. If anything, if you hit such and such, you might want to run. She's not a church person. She might shoot you. But the other church people, uh, you, just, you just, you deal with it. You know, uh, did he cheat on you? No. Well, then, you know, you kind of got to stick it. That's a church thing. That's what they get taught to do. And it's not, it's church in general, but especially in the black church. They like, if they hit you, you stay. If y'all go to that black church, it's you gonna be trapped. Like my mom to this day still be like, "So how do you feel going to hell?" And I'm like, "Ma'am, <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's I mean there's there's 
you're so on. Like, if you do not go to church, that, I mean, everybody, my entire, where I work, man, I'm like the black sheep, literally and figuratively, because I do not go to church. And you try to have these conversations, like, I try to have conversations with my mom, but there's just like this block there. That I think that there's some truth that you're saying that that is another issue. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's just, and, and I, again, like you said, if it was up to me, NFL would be done. But, but the NFL would be done for so many millions different, like a million different reasons. Whether it's you know you are oh. you are you're knowingly hurting people. You're I'm knowingly all the way with people, it. Yeah, all you're knowingly the way hurting it. people. You know, yeah. yeah, these kids coming up wanting to be an NFL player. By the time they get there, they yeah. already have CTE. They already are injured, and they're like, "Well, we'll get better helmets," and they never do. And I was like, "Okay, well then, well then, stop it. Just call it a day." We're um, like Dan and I were talking. Like Dan and I were talking about the UFC, and we're like. How close are we to the Roman Coliseum? How far? Like, really, how mm. close are we to it? We're on our way. We're just like, hey. Uh, here's or, like, course. you could look at it like we haven't moved that far away from it. Like, all they that did was so stop, so like, so actual basic, murder. Yeah. Yeah. That is so true. Look, <laughs> stop putting was, lions in there. <laughs> if I was a trillionaire and I was sitting there watching them fight, I'd be like, you know what would be fun? What? You think that guy could beat a lion? Because <laughs> <laughs> I just have a trillion dollars. What's worse is you probably, <laughs> you know what? This is ha- probably happening. I have no doubt that gladiator games are still happening, but like we as the public, they've turned it, as you said, to the Coliseum, but there's definitely private ones going around. I have no and doubt. Fight clubs. Fight and, clubs. Yeah, exactly. Here's the problem with me. But good point Here's though, Steve. Me. I bet you that was a gambling situation too. Like I'll bet you 20 whatevers that this dude can take this lion. You know what I mean? It probably started off something like that. Something as easy, and that, and it kind of shows the the devolution, the evolution of man. Where it's like, well, um, if someone was like, "Hey, bro, I bet you we have to start lower." Back in the day, they'd be like, "Could you take that bear?" But like, hey, do I get a knife and a club? Yeah, you get a knife. <laughs> All right, I think I might be able to take that bear. Now we'd have to be like, "I bet you you could not take that Labrador." The Labrador is crazy. Do you think you can take that Labrador? But like, I don't know, man. I got a knife. Yeah, that Labrador looks really mean. We're not tough anymore. We are just not, which is why when we watch UFC, we kind of invest. What if I was that guy? I'm like confused. Do Do you want us to kill lions? Because you won't even kill a cockroach. Oh, no. If if, (laughs) if I see a lion versus a man, I'm rooting for the lion. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Because I'm rooting for the lion. Like, if the lion gets cut, I'd be like, oh. You always got to root for the animal. Yes. Did you watch oh. Tiger King? Did you watch Tiger King? Did I listened to the podcast. podcast. I did. <sighs> Tiger I King. I watched the first two episodes and then I said, no, thank you. Okay. See, thank yes. You. Y'all made me get, I'm so mad at everybody that made me get to, through this, but it's actually educational because one, I found out there, there are more captive lions in the United States than there are in the wild. There's 2,000 in the wild. There is over 6,000 in the United States. So that's one really creepy and weird. And we also now know that there are a lot of people with money who have lions in this country and we're still breeding them. Mm-hmm. Two, it's a huge huge money-making thing called cub petting because everyone says the same thing it's so cute like i never knew anything about cub petting about how deep this was and that there is this subsect of society that 
it, it, it's it's a cult thing around lions. And well, and like weird. the reason that everybody who owns big cats also decides to have a harem or like be a cult leader is because there's only one type of person that wants to like mm-hmm. have ownership over an animal that can fucking kill you, and it's the same exactly. type of person who wants That's to true. have ownership over human beings, fucked mm-hmm. up people, Ultimate like yep. power tripping exactly. People. And then. The- What's worse is because then I was getting into the politics. Like everybody was so focused on Carol Baskin, and she was to me the least problem of the entire thing. I'm like, man, I I don't even know if I judge her for killing her husband. Did she do it or know something? Definitely. The people who made the documentary are were negligent in the way that they presented these storylines, and that's like kind of why I don't feel like finishing it because this is not just animal abuse. This is sexual abuse. This is. So this is so many things that I just like. I'm I mean, stuck in my house. I'm trying to watch the fakest drama yes. scripted. <laughs> like, do not bring that real life horrible shit into my home right now. <laughs> totally. So, I, I totally mean, feel I, you on that too, because it's like I watched the whole thing, and for me, it was just more of like I, I love a train wreck. Do you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm a people mm-hmm. watcher, and I was just watching that, and that's just kind of how I operate. But afterwards, when I was removed from it for like a week or two, and then of course I heard uh, on PCL they did that great interview with one of the PETA people, mm-hmm. and it, it did bring so much more to light, you know. But yeah, once you start getting towards the end of the series, the the animal, the abuse in general, just becomes so gross mm-hmm. that you just I, I felt kind of dirty finishing it up, to be honest with you. But I'm one that's going to do that, you know. And um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, I think bottom line is that. I don't think that we should really be fucking with wild animals, period. You know, I mean, look at it now. Like, we've been inside a lot of the time, right? And wild animals are now coming back. You see elephants walking through Thailand. We're the problem. Humans are the problem, you know? And I think that we should just keep it to, like, dogs and cats. Dogs and cats are cool. They like chilling where they are. They seem very content. But when you start, like, okay, I don't know if any of you guys have ever done this, but you ever go to, like, a fair, like a county fair or something like that? And there's always, like, the one guy that's got either a camel with him (laughs) <laughs> or, or like, you know, this little trailer full of like with one monkey in it or something like that. That's fucked up. And that's very, that's what I like. And when I saw that, the whole, um, cub petting thing, that's what I likened it to. It's just, you're taking these poor wild animals and you're exploiting them for the sake of a dollar. And it's fucking terrible, man. That's so, yeah, I, I found that afterwards looking back on that show, it's a, it's a dirty show. I didn't even want to watch the extra episode. I think oh, I didn't. I got caught up in the whole spectacle of laughing at uh, Joe Exotic and the whole Carol Baskin thing, which everyone just beat that into the fucking ground within a week. And uh-huh. yeah, no, I'm kind of over that show. I, I, I thought... I thought I liked it a lot more when I was watching it. And then afterwards, I feel like, oh, you know, I really wish I could have just take that all away now that I know well, how ugly it is. Well, I just wanted to take all the like, like I said, I think when I got to episode five and Travis, what happened to Travis yeah. and then mm-hmm. seeing that on screen, that's when I was like, I really don't want to finish this whatsoever. But I needed to know how it ended at that point. But it to me like one, no one brought up all of the every from Joe Exotic to the one guy they all were taking high school age children Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. molding them and no one no one cared about this whatsoever and no one really even put attention to it the poor one girl she's talking about yeah this guy is nuts but what's worse we want to stop this stuff congress would not pass that bill to me that this came at the end and our own government looked at this and said you know what we're still not passing this bill to ban private animals from being owned by these psychopaths 
tells me that it's more than just these Joe Exotics that's really making there are, money. Yeah, there's multi-millionaires that have this. Yes, that have this operation going, and you're not going to... And that's, what, that's the worst part to me that oh. told me I need to do something a little bit more, even if it's a petition, to sign to try to get that bill passed because... This does not, this story, the whole, I think it was more of a, to me, from what I took from it, a wake up call to something I never knew existed. But I, and like kind of what Carol said, you don't know until, hey, someone releases their zoo and it kills people. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, I would never know I'm living across from someone. Well, I guess I would living in my hood, but <laughs> And like, say you're living in a ranch or farm, that one guy that they showed, like no one knew he had all those animals until he decided to go crazy and release them and wants to kill everybody. And our government's like, this is legal and we're not planning on making any laws for it. <laughs> wow. Totally. I, I, knew, I knew it gone too far when, you know, during a press conference, someone asked, hey, Trump, are you going to, you think you're going <laughs> to pardon Joe Exotic? And here's the thing. I was like, if Trump finds out about this guy, he's going to remind him so much of himself yeah. that he's going to pardon him. There's no way yeah. that dude is out of prison. Because it's like looking at himself <laughs> in prison. He's letting him out. Exactly. I'm like, everybody brace yourself. Yeah, that was my favorite episode was the presidential one because I said oh my god this is such a Trump story I don't even like he and the one line that caught me was when Joe's like well what if we win <laughs> I feel like uh, Trump's still asking himself this question three years like well uh, fuck I didn't even think I was gonna win <laughs> yeah, so now that I have won <laughs> and that's the we like the entertainment and I get it and like like you said uh, what started me being a vegetarian? I've always been an animal lover, which is so weird. Why you know when I ate meat and all that stuff. But uh, later on, you know, someone showed. I, I used to fast forward through those. I don't watch gruesome slaughterhouse videos. Slaughterhouse <laughs> videos. I just do not do it because I just don't think I need to see it. But one, when one, uh, you know, someone makes a devastating point where it's just like, oh, uh, you know, where it's just like, well, if you believe this then why do you do this? And I hate being back into a corner. I was like, that is such a good, obvious question. But it all started at, people shouldn't be having zoos. That's where my, my journey went from. I was at a zoo and I was like, I'm not going here anymore. This doesn't seem right. Mm -hmm. And then zoos, I went to a, circuses, I, all that shit. Yeah, I went to a yep. circus and I was like, yeah, this doesn't feel right either. But then it turned into this doesn't, this doesn't, this doesn't. And finally was like, I'm not going to eat these things. But it started at a, this doesn't seem, this rubs me wrong for some reason. I don't understand this. And then it ended in a, well, if you don't like those, why do you still do this thing? I'm like, yeah, well, I don't like that either anymore either. So, yeah, it all starts <laughs> at that whole, this doesn't smell right. And I love that human beings are like, I don't, I'm not a massive animal lover, but this sounds, this seems wrong. Mm -hmm. Like, this doesn't, you know, the circus, this just doesn't feel right. And they weren't massive animal lovers. They were just like, we're not going to go to that anymore. We don't like it. It doesn't seem like we're supposed to be watching this. And I think it's going to start getting, um, you know, more and more as they, especially as, as they start, you know, yeah, printing meat, the killing of animals is going to be pointless. And it's going to be like, yeah, why do we still do that? You know? I asked you that, Stephen. I don't think I got the answer. I'm sorry, but I am very curious about this. If they, if they did find a way to print meat and it meat tastes exactly like, you know, a killed animal, would you eat it? Yes, totally. Okay. 
I was just wondering if it was yeah. the taste. I mean, I know it's the principle of the matter, but I didn't know if the taste got you to or just the thought of it. I'll eat most, in like, if they're like, hey, we figured out how to print fake cricket meat. I'd be like, I taste cricket meat because it's not real. <laughs> and it didn't, it didn't, no one died for it. But I'd be like, I'd at least be interested in seeing. And I'd be like, oh, that's gross. At least I've tasted it. As, if, as long as it did not result or it did not come from something's death, I don't mind it at all. You know, and I think we're close, dude. We're like, close so it's gonna happen okay i still like the taste of my pig <laughs> i mean it's only gonna happen if those meat substitutes can be as cheap as real meat is because i mean the right to veganism is mostly uh like opportunity to oh, totally. afford it and go privilege. to stores that yeah. have it yeah it's a yeah. privilege thing it's a very when people are like why don't you just start eating this or that. I'm like, well, that's a privilege. Uh, you can afford to do that. And so, you know, uh, you know, as you know, the reason that people eat Shetlands is because that's all they were given, you mm -hmm. know, on the plantation. They were given this crap from the pig. So they figured out how to make it taste good. Where And it just kept going. And these things are so cheap. They're so cheap to eat garbage. And, uh, you know, and it's and, and it's been, been so ingrained in our brain that when there's a meat shortage, people lose their minds. They're like, there's a meat shortage. We are going to starve. I'm like, you don't eat that much. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you eat that much. So I don't no, to see how like, people oh, reacted. Like, look how people reacted to, to, to Corona. Um, yes. Oh, my God. We, we need all the toilet paper and the... You don't need that hey, many oh, damn yes. rolls of toilet yeah. paper. What the no hell? Question. You only yeah, no ever question. used to before so why do you need all of this now yeah i think it's just i mean like to be it. fair i was using the majority of toilet paper at my work <laughs> and now i'm using it in my home so <laughs> that's, that's true that is very true she's the one with the toilet paper boxing gloves so now we got now we got everybody at, at the house and you know it's a strain on the home toilet paper supply. <laughs> Meanwhile, all the offices, their supply closets are just overflowing with rolls. Yeah, because they're like, oh crap, we've overbought and we have a billion Yeah, they're not gonna just stop ordering. I totally and I forgot, yeah, like you said, you have a lot of people in the house at the same time using toilet paper all the time. It's yeah. like, okay, that's gonna go fast, dude. But don't, don't hoard it. Like my CEO boss literally said, well, okay. So she showed us what her, what she did and oh. she wanted to show it as a lesson. I opened, this woman lives alone and she opened her garage door and I saw more toilet paper than, <laughs> so that's why I'm kind of going off the toilet paper thing. Cause I've seen way too many people that is not the situation and it's, but it's, not the ones who don't have the money. It's the ones who have the money that says, mm -hmm. I want to take it all before you even get one because I may need this. That's where I think I'm going with Yeah, it. that shit's fucked up. I accidentally bought toilet paper because I forgot that I had toilet paper in my closet. And when I got home with it, I was like, I'm the problem. <laughs> <laughs> We're all the problem. I'm like, hoarding toilet paper now. Dan and I bought I entirely too much. <laughs> we literally bought too much that. Remember that time we bought like 40 rolls, G, on the pod? Actually, yeah, but I think I bought the perfect amount for my household. You know what I mean? I didn't necessarily oh. hoard it, and I, I only had like what? I had, I don't think 25, what was it, 25 rolls or something like that? No, it wasn't even 25. It was like 12 rolls or something. That's not really hoarding. Were they double? You know what? That's none of your business. You stay out of my business. <laughs> 
Mind your business. That's a double roll. Hey, I told you I fuck with the Cottonelle. It was, it was the Cottonelle. Okay, one, Cottonelle is not as fancy as you think. You need to move up to Charmin. No, no, no. I'm just telling you. But here's the fancy part. It has aloe on it. So the Charmin. So the Charmin. I'm just saying. It was, a, it was a treat. But hold on, Dan. Have you had a talk with your family about, like, have you ever had to be like, people? Or do you just say, no, nah, just use all the toilet paper you want? No, I, I have this talk. I'm telling you. I'm the, oh, I'm, I didn't know that. I am the, uh, the anomaly in the house. You know what I mean? I'm very minimal with that stuff. But literally, I'm not kidding. You hear. It's like, God damn. And if I'm not hearing it, I'm unclogging a toilet every couple of weeks. You know what I mean? So, yeah, there's definitely. Male or female? What's that? Male or female? Yes. Yeah, females, right? Both, actually. But yeah. See, the females, that's just natural. I completely get that. I'm talking about just a gross usage of it, though. Like, there's no reason. I'm not. I'm not even trying to be funny with the whole. Tick, 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 tick. That's that's a thing I hear. You know what I mean? That's just a, calm down on the toilet paper, people. We don't need to use that much of it. So you don't think this toilet paper you last is gonna la- is going to last you another two months? No, 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 no. I'm already uh, needing to find more. I'm still on the. Yeah, see, that's the. But I, you're also just two guys in the house. Yeah, right? it's only modernized, so it's kind of a. It's kind of a. Um, an anomaly. But if it was not just Marge and I, uh, if it was like three other people, I'd be freaking out now. I'd be freaking out right now. I'd be like, but not really, because St. Martin always has toilet paper, dude. I'm like, I get it. Y'all have toilet paper. I'm not going to buy any, though. Yeah, they have a ton of toilet paper, dude. I don't know, man. I'm not I'm not seeing this ton of toilet paper, so it's a little freaky right now. Like, I'm legit. I need to get like a uh, bidet or something because people are <laughs> tripping. Why What's that? Why? Why a bidet? I'm just thinking that cleans your ass. So it's like, oh, I get That's what you're what, saying. Yeah, now. yeah. I need no? a bidet. Okay. okay. So you don't want to wipe at all. No, I'm just saying I'm trying to help the problem out by not utilizing Because I've seen the bidet in action. You you still need to wipe. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Man, that, that water pressure is no jit out. Oh, did you use yours? Bro, listen. <laughs> <laughs> we need listen. to push the testimonial. Okay, so I hook it up, and the thing is, I thought, like, when I, I, I turned it on to see if it worked, and it sprayed across the bathroom and hit the door, and I was like, oh, that's because I'm not blocking it. Yeah, it didn't have a I target. turned it on too hard. Yes, one would think. So I, I sit down, handle my business, and I turn it on. Dan, listen. Listen, Dan. I'm listening, man. I thought I was at, like, a civil rights <laughs> march, bro. <laughs> Like that scene in Ram in uh, First Blood for the, getting hit I with the mean, fire hose by Dennehy. Dog. Oh my god. Like you have I don't know how I don't want to be too graphic, but you have to empty yourself again. <laughs> you oh to, my So was it like getting an enema? Yes, that's what it felt like, and I've never had that feeling before. The I second time for enema. Entry and I was just I I like jumped up and I Yelled. Did you love it though? Yeah, it, I was. Like, <laughs> now, right? Did you love it? I, I threw it away. What? Oh, come on! See, you're you're taking the same approach with the weed that you're doing with exactly. the bidet. You didn't dial Gee. shit in, bro. Listen, listen. Uh-uh. I can't love. And then, and then the thing is, I you still it, it, you were sprinkly clean. I will say that you were like, oh, 
But now I bought a handheld today, and I like that a lot. Better. That's just gross and dirty. I'm sorry. I mean, why? Because you want to hold it in your hand. You're multitasking. You're putting too much. But you can control the. Now I will. I was going to get a, um, a, 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 you know, one of the toilets that actually just are of a day, and you can control the water pressure. You can control yeah, those nine hundred dollar joints. Yeah. So I called for it. And I was like, "How do you put it in?" They're like, "Oh, we have to send a person." And during COVID, I'm like, "No, dude, you're not going to just be sitting in the house breathing air. I can't have that happening." But afterwards, I'm just going to buy one. <laughs> can't be in here breathing air. No. Mm-mm. No, unless you walk in here like a hazmat suit, then you have a ball. But if you're just being like, so I'm going to put this screw over into it. I'm like, yeah, big dip. We're not doing this. We're not playing this game. Dude, you're fine. You're fine if you want to have a repairman come into your house. Mask up, mask them up. You're fine. I'm, I am working with COVID positive patients every time I go into work. You're fine for a fucking toilet Man, change. That is not going to happen, homie. I will have them. I, I did meet someone because they're supposed to, they're fixing my outdoor windshield. I think they wanted to come inside. <laughs> Just cause. Like, oh, you bug it. Looks nice in there. What did he, what did he want to come inside? I closed the door behind me. I was like, no, we're signing this paperwork outside, homie. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, because he, he, he started to be like, he put his foot into the, and I just oh. walked in front of him and closed the door behind me. I was like, we can do this mama. outside, G. Oh, I mean, that's that's one way to stay safe, bro. I, I think that is one way. You're going a little overboard. For instance, I have a um. I guess I kind of did the same thing, but this was more of a money saving situation because my washing machine broke and I considered that and I considered the the um, calling out a repairman. But two things became absurd to me. One is what we just talked about, that you can, in fact, stay safe as long as you're masking up and all that. The second one is they're going to probably charge me like five hundred dollars for it. Right. Get a new damn washing machine. For did me. you fix it? Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't really like to brag, Steve. I'm just saying I, uh, you know, I changed out the water inlet valve assembly for the washer. Damn, we were just talking about men fighting lions, and you kept that in your pocket? And now, check this out. I'm going to go one step further. Now, I may die. This is what I've done. I did that this week. I I finished painting a room, which took me way too long. And then uh, I'm going to change out a faulty breaker, Steve. Damn. Oh, wow. I'm going to flip it on you, too. And I'll also tell you that I also made some I made some French onion soup this week. It's been a very busy week. I don't want to talk about you me. Know, I'm you, just saying. You have these amazing women <laughs> fanning themselves right now. Yeah, you have man. these amazing women fanning themselves. I'm, I'm telling you, G. First of all, I, I'm planning, I did paint my uh, some posts out back. That was difficult. But I do want to know um, uh, how to paint an accent wall. So I'm going to hit, be hitting you up because I got to know what the prep looks like, like how to prep correctly. Oh, you got it, man. We'll talk about that. We're The conversation's too good to go there right now. But yes, we can talk about that for sure. Look at this guy. You're like a manly man over hey, here, Dan. I also want to say I didn't get to tag onto the conversation uh, talking about like vegetarian foods and going to the grocery store. I totally agree, man. My jaw dropped because I, I thought I was going to give myself, I think I still am, I'm going to give myself a month off of eating red meat and uh, mm-hmm. drinking and all that kind of stuff. I'm going to start it today. And uh, I switched up my milk too. I went to oat milk. You ever tried oat milk, bro? I did not like it at all, G. I kind of loved it. I thought I was drinking. It tastes like not to I be love it. It's really good. Ew. I don't like it. It tastes I mean, like I'm drinking oatmeal. I mean, I haven't tried it. So. I'm, I'm going to send you the one. I like. Take a picture of the one I have. Try it out, okay? Because it's really, okay. really fucking good. But I'm trying to do some oh. life changes, man. It's been a very busy week for me. I started off tell, talking about my productive week, and then you guys shot me down with the whole Mixler thing, and then I forgot. But I just wanted to say <laughs> that, I, that I, I did do some cool things this week. Maybe not that one, but everything else was pretty cool and productive. Wait, I thought you were going with vegetarian meat. What? 
Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I went into the store and I was looking yeah. at all this shit. It's crazy expensive. Like, I don't, it is. I don't know if I really want to go that route. I think I might just eliminate red meat and just fuck with like chicken and fish for a while. Maybe it's just be like pescatarian. No, but it's, it is when you're buying for a family of four. I know, but you're the only one saying no to red meat. You can buy them red meat and then buy yourself. We're actually stuff. three out of four going no red meat this month. He's making everyone else suffer. No, no, no. That's like, the, it's their thing. If I can't have it, neither can you. No, no. I'm totally cool with it. No, my daughter actually watched- I make watched, the money in this house. <laughs> no. My daughter actually watched one of the- I don't know what movie it was, but before they let Off out for- Netflix? I don't know where it was. It was before they let out for Corona. And uh, that movie just jacked her up completely. She's like, I can't drink milk anymore because there's blood and pus in it. And yeah. Was, uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, that's a good I point. I not drink dairy milk. Yeah. Asha is fucked. Yeah, it's there's yeah, something wrong I with that. Clearly, don't give a damn because <laughs> <laughs> it's not as much that like it's gross and like bad for cows, which like it is. It just also I just think it's personally gross. Like I just don't oh, like it. it's well, like I can't drink it. Yeah, yeah, that's getting where I yeah. am now too. You know these these stomach sounds I make, man. It's getting worse with milk. Yeah. Now that's, that's true. I think you can go lactose intolerant. And because I can't drink milk like I used to either, my stomach hurts. It's something that can come on, right? I want to say that like the default state would be lactose intolerance, other than the fact that we drink dairy milk our whole life. You know what I mean? I think that we condition our bodies to like accept it, and that's truly true. It's like living in a city with bad air; you just get used to it. Because like we're the we're the only animals that continue drinking milk. Normally, yeah. you have to build from a different milk. animal. <laughs> uh, oh, why, are you making, why are you making me think about it? Are we doing like, we're, you know what? I think we're doing a service right now. We're going to stop everyone from drinking milk. That's gross. Oat I milk. I'm telling you, get the oat milk. It's fine. Oat milk is good. I thought it was bad I really, really, really like almond milk, but I read this thing about like how bad almond farming is for the it environment. Is. Now I yeah. feel a little guilty shame around that. <laughs> I I love almond milk. I like soy milk too. Me too. You know my my dad. Here's here's now this is the vestige of an old life. I think I was like, yeah, I drink soy milk. My dad was like, you're gonna get boobs. Trying to come after you. Yeah, he's like, you're gonna get boobs. Read an article. A lot of estrogen. Boobs happen. I'm like, my lord have mercy. But they put more milk in those things. I didn't believe it until uh, they put hormones and stuff into my daughter um, is now like 11 going on 45. It's ridiculous <laughs> that they do some of that stuff because she drinks a lot of milk too. And- the milk is where it's at. Milk is going to make you, they put a lot of crap in milk. Soy milk is what comes, soy milk is what you get. And they're just like, and when you read an article, be like, how much would it take for you to get boobs? They're like, if you drank this much, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to drink a pool of soy milk. But if I did drink a pool of soy milk, I would get more chubbier nipples. They'll be like, yeah, that would happen. If you drink a pool of it, it would give you chubbier nipples. But my dad was like, chubby no, 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 you don't get it. You're chubby gonna be nipples. Chubby, you, you know, you've never seen that movie? It's a great band name. You know, medical <laughs> diagnosis. Yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> so I told you I could be a doctor, Dan. I'm sorry, Mr. Hudson, you have like, chubby nipples. <laughs> You've been drinking soy milk. <laughs> a person that comes for an appointment, they'll be like, my nipples are like, oh, nothing. Look at this chubby nipple having. <laughs> <laughs> Why you got your nipples chubby? Why is that? I don't understand. What you been doing? You been milking yourself? 
Man, just take some dang on Tylenol. Get out of my office. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you down to the dairy farm. Jesus. Yeah. That can't help you. That'll be my that'll be my diagnosis every time. Look at this cut off his finger trying to saw something cat. <laughs> you just gotta learn to do stuff with both fingers. Hey, <laughs> speaking of missing fingers, can we get one review in before we wrap this up? Let's do it. All right, man. Let's talk about extraction. Everyone saw extraction, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, um, exactly. I saw Liam Hensworth. Okay. All Did right. you? I thought you saw Chris. I mean, is that what you <laughs> 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 burn. So you watched the Hunger Games is what you're saying. Hey, okay. look, I'm dealing with I a lot of I wish I watched the Hunger Games. Okay. <laughs> I it was a, there's there's a third one and he's in Westworld so that's why I think I can't get yeah, it straight. Right, right. There's the one that, hella Hemsworth. He was the I third know. option for every girl. He's the yeah. thick option. Okay, he's Ooh. that option. He got some jelly in his um. That is crazy. That ass <laughs> off the chain. I'm sorry, I went <laughs> back to groceries. I see. <laughs> You, never mind. I'm not even going to go there. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not going there. I'm not going there. Okay. You know what, though? That he is a, um unusually good-looking man. I'll have to say that. Like Hemsworth. Yeah. I can't look him in he the is. eye. He is. It's like fucking him? three of them. It's unreal. I know. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> Liam can go on somewhere. <laughs> Wait, who's the third one? Third one is, uh, all I know is him as ass. We don't uh, know Luke. his. Luke, that's his name. Name, but he's on Westworld. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, Luke's Luke, his okay. name. Luke is his name, but yeah, yeah, we didn't know. All we knew was he was a Hemsworth and he was thick, okay. and that's all we needed to know. So, See, Liam, Liam dated Miley when she was like real weird, and so therefore, I feel like he's probably pretty freaky, and for that reason, yeah. I think he's my favorite. Okay. Now, no, I know. I think he was canceled. <laughs> I think Liam. I think Liam dated Miley. She was crazy. And then he realized, oh, she's crazy. Yep. And left. That's what but then he but, married her. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing <laughs> is that he married, married her. her. So there's some freaking in he, for sure. You know what he thought? G- I'm not going to even go there. You know what he, he thought? I'll be like, I'll marry her. And then she'll stop doing this crazy Yeah, stuff. I'll get to keep the crazy sex and lose the crazy person. I really do not think that he thought that. Because... Sure. Only an idiot would think that after Miley Cyrus's behavior. <laughs> a lot of good-looking dudes, most of them not so smart. Maybe exception to the rule. Um, really? Okay, that's a hot take, Steve. Steve's coming out with his uh, calendar. Yeah, Steve oh, hot yeah. takes for 2020. Chocolate sexy, right here. One of them yeah, I was also- gonna. I have to do the look as, oh, I didn't know you were there. I have to do that look. I have to get it right, though. <laughs> oh, when did you cut you know? You got to do that old school Burt Reynolds pose where you're by the fireplace just nude. Maybe like a cat covering <laughs> up your stuff. Something like that. <laughs> hey, Dan, I got a question for you. What's I know this is going to make you uncomfortable because we're talking about extraction. Uh, you said Liam Hemsworth. Is Liam Hemsworth uncomfortably attractive to you? Liam? No, not so yeah. much. I can hang with Liam. I mean, what about Chris? Chris, I can't look him in the eye. So he is one of those like Prince for you. Uh, no, he's no one's like Prince, man. But he's up there. He's, just, he's, a, he's a good looking man. What can I say? I'm I'm secure. I can say that. For me, it's that it's Shamar Moore. I'm like he is uncomfortably attractive. To me, it's Shamar Moore. Shamar Moore is just Ricky Whittle. Who's hotter? Rick, oh, Ricky. Let Whittle. me look at Ricky Whittle. Hold up. Ricky Whittle American is guy. like oh, I'm I can just trying to find out who Shamar Moore is. Sweat from him. He's the oh, guy from the mind. 
From what? And Criminal Minds. Yeah. He may mo- know him from the soap poppers when he was on Young and the Restless. <laughs> he's the one that looks like the guy from American Gods, except for he's on Criminal Minds. <laughs> Wait, are we talking about are we talking about Ricky Little, the soccer player? Ricky no, Little. Adder. Whittle. Whit- yes. He was in the one hundred. He's in American Gods. He's had a shit. Okay, oh! I just I just found Shamar now. All right, okay. I, I just found. Oh my God, with... he's still. No, Shamar him. Moore is way more comfortable. Shamar Moore is way more uncomfortably attractive than. Uh, what? Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. No, Riddle is the type of this like, photo. If I if he walk if the thing is uh, we're talking about in their prime. If Shamar Moore walked through a like normally walk through a mall. And like my girl was like, that dude is fine. I look up like, who you look? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I can't hate on that. Yeah, I feel you. Where do I be like? It would be ah, uh, you know, he's a good looking dude, but he's not undeniably attractive like Shamar. Shamar Moore is the ideal attractive dude. He's like he cuts all the bases. Yep, that's the ideal. Ricky Whittle. <laughs> some people would look and be like, eh, his cheekbones, eh, maybe. Shamar Moore is. But- what do you say, Dan? Okay, hold up. Now, you know I'm slow, so I just found Ricky. <laughs> he just uh, found Ricky. Yeah, I'm sorry. Didn't know who Shakar yeah, but- was. I'd say that they're fairly comparable. He what? has an accent. Oh, oh exactly. That's does- it. The accent is everything. They like- that's what you're thinking. The accents win every time, man. But he no accent, though. scenes with Pablo Schreiber as Mad Sweeney on American Gods. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But no accent, who looks better? Looking, just looks. I already told you, Ricky Little. (laughs) Yeah, no, Ricky kind of, I'm trying to post this photo of him, and it shows, see, he he posts a lot of photos where he is in his um, jogging pants, too. Uh Uh-huh. So, um, (laughs) we all know what he's working uh, with. Okay. (laughs) So Uh, that's pretty much... I didn't expect There's to so have this conversation ads. today, but you know what? Now that I'm looking, just found a picture of Mr. Whittle with the shirt off. Yeah, I think yeah, it's going to be Ricky. This, it's the one that I just That's posted. That's what I'm talking about. The <laughs> like, what, you can't. There's no comparison. There's wow. None. Okay, that's fair. That's I mean, Shamar uh, ain't never looked that good in his jogging pants, and I love him. <laughs> I've never seen Shamar more in jogging pants. Oh, you need to find those photos. They're in there. Steve, you haven't lived. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know you have not lived until you've seen this man. All but, right, um, so we, we've established right, that there's some right. handsome people in the world. Very, very handsome yes. people. Let's and, talk about and Chris attraction. is among them. Yes, Chris <laughs> is among them. So let's go around the let's go around the board here. Let's see. Uh, now I want to start with Melissa because I think I already know the answer to that. What did you think, Melissa? Yeah. It, uh, it was fine. I mean, I told you that I was going to watch one hour of it, and we'll see. And, like, I found myself uh, accidentally, like, looking at my phone doing something else. And I was like, all right, so that's it. That's when I lost, like, the full interest. And it was about 45 minutes in. Uh, <laughs> I watched the whole thing, but I let myself do other things. Okay. <laughs> that's fair. Fold clothes. So it's such, a folding like, clothes situation. Yeah, it's a folding clothes situation. As we call it. It's a, it's a cross-stitched watch. A cross-stitched watch. Well. I like fair. that. That's a I like that. That's her rating, a cross-stitched watch. I like it. <laughs> All right. Um, you don't have to do the wacky rating or anything, but what do you give it a four out of five or a zero out of five? 
I'll give it like a two out of five. I love that she's playing along. I'm debating if I want to go like political or not. Yes, yes. Um, I will give it two out of five packages in brown paper. Love it. <laughs> love it. <laughs> uh, Christina, what did you think? Um, so as someone who did not watch it, um, oh, because did. as I turned it on, no, 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 I turned it on and I will say, I let it go for about 10 minutes as I was looking through, uh, other stuff, trying to get some interest in it. From what I saw, I was like, oh, so this is Jack Ryan on prime video and the yeah. other 14 different movies that have come before it. So I, I decided to watch, um, a Spanish Inquisition documentary instead. So if I had to give a rating. Jesus Christ. <laughs> get lost to that. <laughs> I decided yes, to grab growing episode of the Natural <laughs> Rabbit. Hey, oh hey, God. no, it was it was popping off in that Spanish Inquisition though. You don't know what you're talking about. I'm telling you, I cannot wait. Wacky cannot times, wait. Wacky times no the Inquisition. Better, no better uh no better reality TV show than our own history. So. Yeah, that is true. Or or our own now is true. Yes. Yeah, so I will give it zero star. Oh, wait. Two, five. Okay. So I'll give it one. Hollywood needs to really learn how to write different ideas. Okay. Yeah. Like how, how many times do I need to see a white military person with yeah. personal problems and, and a drinking habit save the day for brown people. Yeah, that is a fair, that is a totally, totally it, fair. Yeah, I get Never by time, like, we don't have to never, their story. They never explain the basis of, like, this whole thing is just like, uh, like drug lord gang pettiness and like it's not explained at all it could easily be white gangs or the action star of this movie could easily be a brown person like the racial politics of this movie don't make any fucking sense yeah this is certainly a movie this is certainly a movie that you can you can plug someone in because this movie's been done a bunch of times you know what I mean? yeah and sure. if you if you want to see chris hemworth do action hey baby i'm here for it he could have been in the mission impossible movie which like as far as other than like Tom Cruise, the the like the racial politics of Mission Impossible aren't like this. That's just an yeah. action movie for the sake of an action yeah. movie. And this is like you can't you cannot set things in the Middle East without making it political. And I'm sorry about that, but it that just is a fact of America. And I so therefore I don't understand like why this movie exists in this iteration. I if you just you. wanted Chris Hemsworth to do action, which was cool, I you know. The dirtier they get, the more I like it, but... <laughs> like you say, he could do action, except he could do it at my house. Um, oh, Jesus. Oh. <laughs> Just right there, out there Well, here's the thing. I think, like, you bring up Tom Cruise. That's why he is the, one of the smartest movie stars on the screen. He knows exactly what people want to see. How not to put his middling weird... Like, because he's crazy in real life. Yep. He is insane. <laughs> in real life. And it's somehow he's able to be like, let's not do that on screen. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, that's easy enough. Let's not talk. And he's smart enough to know better too. 
You know yes. what I mean? He, he, the money is a big part of it. I'm too, but he, he's the kind of guy that knows not to put that shit on screen. He could even kind of yes. slip it in a little bit if he wanted to, but he doesn't do that. And I think mm-hmm. that's why he works, even though he's so goddamn oh, crazy. No, well, here's what he's done. He's like, let's take the aesthetic of what I did before on Top Gun and just keep doing that. <laughs> they broke their fingers. We don't need to do anything. Let's add some people of color. Let's spring and just let's keep on doing that thing and not try to be like, let's tackle politics no no well then, like if this movie place. did tackle politics maybe it would be better <laughs> you know like i don't think chris hemsworth would have been in no he's not even that kind of no i, mean, I will say that i'm glad i finished this movie because i got to see like a really badass lady sniper she was dope she was. She really was dope. dope. She her was. outfit Uh-oh. at the very end extremely dope her, just to find that like straight up Kill shot, dope. <laughs> I love that she. I love that she was in charge of the of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. The only thing I didn't like was they made her be like, "Hey, you gotta leave. You gotta leave the kid." I'm like, "Why did they make her say that?" I'm like, I'm sorry, but the kid is done. We trying to get our Skrilla. Let's do because it, it seems like she. It seemed like she like loved him, but that's never like explored. Like nobody's motivations are like really no. that much explored. Yeah, not the a lot of backstory. The person who has the most the most character development in this movie is that like, Oh, I don't want to say his name wrong. Cause it's going to sound really bad coming out of my mouth. If I can't get it right. Uh, the kid who had to chop his fingers off, he has the most character development. That's pretty much it. Yeah, no, you're right. And, and the thing is like, it's funny because I'm sitting there watching Chris Hemsworth and I'm like, Oh my, I'm very interested in what his backstory is. He's like, are you married? I'm thinking his wife is dead. So, oh, you knew. <laughs> he's like, I'm staying with this kid. You yeah. knew his kid was dead. That was a good one, Steve. That was the thing. So when he's like, my wife's still around. I was like, if oh. he adopts this kid, I totally, I totally thought it was going to go there, too. I really did. <laughs> well, please don't. Please don't go there. <laughs> By the last scene, we don't know. They have some sort of relationship because the last shot is like, oh, so they do reunite. What are you talking about? We know that. The he is dead as shit. Yeah. <laughs> we know who didn't finish the movie. What? Time out. Damn. Are you for real? Yeah. Caught your ass and no, caught your ass not watching the whole no. movie. He is submerged no. into the river. And Dude, there are, there are so many bullets. There's so many the bullets flying in this movie. I'm surprised Damn. that everyone isn't dead. There was Damn, they show him at the end. Yeah. Falling into. No, they didn't. No. <laughs> they showed him before the credits run. He's standing on the side of the pool, and the kid turns to him. You didn't see that? You're shitting me. Seriously? Dude, I was invested in this fucking movie, and I did not see that. I'm not saying you're wrong. This is his fan fiction. He dives into the pool at the end, where he does that dive. Yeah, I saw that part. He comes out, there's a guy. He's going to come out of water, because to live, you have to not let yourself be submerged. In the river. They taught you this lesson. In the yeah. <laughs> so he's, he's, yeah, so they show Chris Hemsworth standing on the side. Son of a bitch, really. And you saw that, Melissa? I didn't see that. I'm about to find out about it. Yeah, but it's I'm right before the credits go. It's right before the credits. I am literally playing it. So it's right before the credits. Okay, okay ready? Okay. okay, here we go. Let's see. <laughs> Sorry, you don't have to listen <laughs> to my uh, play-by-play, but that kind of, cha- that doesn't really change anything, but. No, keep on talk, talking through. I'm, I'm trying to, but the uh, the internet's <laughs> around in the here pool? for some reason. <laughs> he comes out because, like Melissa said, he said people don't drown by jumping into the lake; they drown by 
getting submerged. And that would make sense, though, for his whole jumping off the cliff in the first part. Bingo. They set that up. And if they did, that's on, that's my bad. I can't get this thing to play right All now. All right. So here I am. I'm watching this lady. She's walking in her badass dress. She's leaving the bathroom. So All right. Do it. So dope. She fucking rules. Oh, just kidding. I have to see the kid jump in the water. Hold up. <laughs> I love I'm just vicariously going uh, You know what, Chris, maybe you should watch this show on GP. I understand you'd rather see the Spanish get inquisited, but... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I didn't want to see them get inquisited. I'm just seeing I don't know why you wanted it. <laughs> okay, so it's eight months later. The kids at school. Uh-huh. I'm with you. Waves, he waves at some They're other kids. Doing a lot of like cutscenes because now we have the lady at the little party in her cool dress. She's about I don't to want to miss it. Boy. She looked badass in that. He's dress. walking. Okay, he's he's walking by the side of the pool, mm-hmm. stretching, swimming What's going laps. On, fellas, chilling, about to do some laps. No big bang. Spoilers, everyone. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> literally it watching. I'll put spoilers in the thing. It's fine. <laughs> He's now, walking around up the this steps. time. Chris is walking up to meet him. Around this time, you don't see him, but you know it's happening. See, I get can't. the fuck out, Steve. <laughs> He's dead unless I see Why? him. Why? So Why? you're just assuming that someone that walked by the pool <laughs> is him. That's what you're Dan, saying. Dan, Dan, no, it's, it, it hasn't happened. It's when, when he, he comes out of the pool, you see Chris Hemsworth. Oh, on the side. here she is. Okay. He's getting in the pool. He's about to jump. I'm so confused on why this even happened. I'm thinking that it had to be because uh, the girls were outside on the patio and they walked in as the movie was ending. And I'm oh, for sure. distracted. That's well, you know, movie. it's funny. There was another podcast that was like, well, he's dead. And people were like, did you not see the last? <laughs> like, how did you miss that? If that's the case, I'm going to say they should have just left it alone because now you know what they're doing. No, because there's going to be a second. Exactly. One. Yeah, but this is going to be the Russo brothers are going to make a lot of money off. Oh. Well, they made whatever they made. It's not like they're going to make any more now. That's they true. sold it to Netflix. Done deal. They're probably going to keep on. They're like, we'll want another one. Yeah, mm-hmm. they'll probably they'll probably put Anthony Mackie in the second one. Yeah. Poor Anthony Mackie, always getting those shitty sequels. <laughs> so oh, man. That is a good it's joke. True. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. He gets passed down everyone's business. Is it just me with Anthony Mackie or I can only see Anthony Mackie when he acts. I don't ever see him really the character build with him. That's that's kind of my thing with him. I'm not against, you know, I'm not opposed I'm to not him. I'm not a big Anthony Mackie. I'm not a big fan. No. Oh my god. Steve, I cannot believe this. I think it's a goat. It's a goat. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a really it's quick not- shot? It's, it's not clear. Guy. It's just it's a it's just a white guy in a green button up and a fucking hat. It could be any white motherfucker. It does not have to be that is shit. So dude. Okay, so we're gonna get a second one. You've got the most recent viewing of it, Melissa. Your call. Is that Chris Hemsworth? I think that it is probably Okay. So I, I definitely agree that it is supposed to be th- that character. I still think it's probably up to your interpretation whether it's like really physically him. He lived and he's actually 
actually there or it's this kid having this like getting out of the water not dying experience and being like oh my brave mentor who gave his life for me to live and now i'm thinking he did have a lack of oxygen down there so it's possible he's he's going to they are making well, we, the, the water and the river and the suicide ideation it's a whole thing in this movie like it's not so we're getting it's, it's not it's we're getting the twenty twenty one re extractions. What's happening? We're getting two scra- two extractions. Yeah, two extraction. Taken two. <laughs> extraction part two. Or what if it's just like they have? I, I definitely think that they're going to do another one only because this. But I, if they really need to do it in a like I would love to see it in another setting. Like do it in Australia. Like you have to do something with some random cats in Australia. With Do Anthony that. Mackie, not random oh, cats. Jesus. We all know. <laughs> You're probably be. right is the funny part. Oh, it's totally good. If it's not him, it's that other uh, rotating black actor. <laughs> Anthony Mackie oh, loves really? Netflix, boy. He loves Netflix. That's true. Or it's going to be Chadwick Boseman. Yep. Oh, not Chad. Please. He's too busy. <laughs> Keep oh, him on. That, so. We got that Black Panther coming. Out. Um, uh, that's true. I'm thinking of the yeah. other one. Not, not, no, not. Ah, uh, he was in freaking one of them too. He's Rhodey. I hate him. Uh, he's a Don good actor. Cheeto. Oh, Don Cheeto. Yes, I love Don Cheeto. <laughs> I love Don Cheeto, but he always playing that second I'm best role. Sure, too. he's 69 <laughs> and does not look. Yeah, he I'm is. Because he's been doing movies forever. Dan, oh, Dan, what did you give? Uh, extraction. Well, I was going to hear yours first. I can't tell where you're at. I'm going to give extraction only because I did I did dig the fact that um, it was action that was actually shot right because it was directed by the you know stunt coordinator for all of you know Marvel films. So I'm like, okay, this is action that was shot right. For the action, I'll give it three out of five, two point seven five out of five. Ghost Chris Hemworth. <laughs> All right. Hell yeah. So what do you give it? I will tell you that I think I like this movie a little more than you guys did, but I don't think this is a solid movie. As we've already established, we have seen this movie a million times. Same storyline, everything, right? But this thing had a few things going for it. And you're right, Steve. I think it's the way that the, the action was shot. I think that's a big part of it. And I do think that it had some very strong, not that it's referencing it, but some strong combat scenes, much like, say, John Wick. There was some some pretty mm-hmm. brutal... So if you like those kind of movies, I'm trying to see it from like a, a different angle. If you like those type of movies and you don't mind that it's been done you know, ad nauseum, this one kind of stands out over some of the other ones. But the story is... it's You could you could write the story right now. You could just start talking and, and talk, talk about the plot and you've probably hit it on the nose. You know what I mean? Um, I think that Chris Hemsworth... For what he does in acting, I think he's not bad, dude. As far as like a, he I, don't, I don't talk a lot. I kick a lot of ass action guy. And I look good I doing it. I love to see a tough man cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Feel your feelings, baby. Well, he, and he has that low, that low, I'm here to, I'm like here to extract low. you. I'm trying to diss you. Get, get behind me, Ovi. Yeah. Um, I don't think that there was any uh, bad acting in this where I've seen it in a lot of movies where it's like, God, this is like, for for instance, uh, no, that wasn't surprisingly bad. Uh, Bloodshot actually surprised me too. So this is like a total genre movie where it's like, I'm not really putting that much thought into it. Okay. I'm going to say that I liked it and I will give it, 
I'm going to give it, I was with you, about 2.75 out of five falling children. Totally. Now, I, I have, that, that's a totally fair. Um, I do I do think that they can, I, I, the only thing I don't like the fact that I'm, you know, in my brain, I don't want them to be this whole brown person that's, I don't want them to, but I do want to know what happens to that kid that shot Chris Hemsworth. I want to know, what's he end up being? What happens to him? And so he I ends love up being that. in the military of his government. <laughs> You know what that story goes. He's a sniper. Uh, <laughs> you, you know what? You're just a, another person that really loves Netflix. Uh, David Harbour in this movie. He was probably uh-huh. he was probably oh. the part where I'm like, you know what? I could have done with like you needed that character because that's how these movies work. But yeah, I, I wasn't real impressed with David Harbour in this movie. I thought it was very formulaic how he acted and his his it's the writing, of course, is really what did it. But just his yeah. character in general, it was like so cookie cutter. He was probably the mm-hmm. one part of the movie. That, that took me out of it. And I, like I said, I know you need that because there has to be that conflict between good and bad and who's really on my side yeah. and whatnot. But um, yeah, I thought he was kind of like the weakest part of the movie out of everyone. That, a lot of people I hadn't even seen before. The kid, Ovi, yeah. Ovi was killing it. He was like, great. He was you know, great. especially that one scene where- He was uh, a good little crier too. Yeah, he was. He was. <laughs> that scene in the bedroom when they were talking, He was uh, he's talking about his son and everything. That was a real beautiful yeah. scene. So I think that yeah. this movie, there are some takeaways, not takeaways, but there's some things that- they're a little more plus than minus in this one in comparison to other movies like that. I've seen way worse, but uh, yeah, I kind of liked it, man. I thought for what it was, it was cool. I was, I was outside of this whole uh, ghost Hemsworth thing at the end. I was fully tuned in. So yeah, <laughs> it was cool. I mean, I, I wouldn't say everyone needs to stop what they're doing and watch this movie, but guess what? You're not doing shit right now. So if you're mm-hmm. bored and you want to watch a movie and you like that kind of thing, I think this is, it's fine for that. It's not excellent. Like, it's a it's a it's a fine movie. It's not an excellent movie. It's um, but it's better than some. It's fine. Yeah, it's. Fine. I would say if you want a one person going after after everyone on his own, there's two movies you can watch. You can go The Night Comes for Us, amazing. I'm going after after everyone myself, and go back and watch Man on Fire. If one you want to watch, or the Equalizer. If you want to watch, um, like Brown Person Saves Brown People, you should watch Hotel <laughs> Mumbai. <laughs> I heard about that yeah. movie. No, she didn't. Is that with? Is it with? No, that's with Don Cheadle. No, no, no. That's no, not no. Rwanda. Um, yeah, that's Rwanda. Is I'm that with Dev, Dev Patel? Dev Patel. Dev Patel. Yes. <laughs> okay, there. <laughs> He's hot. Dev Patel. Name so nice, Dev you Patel. say it twice. <laughs> Unless you couldn't tell. <laughs> He's hot. Hotel Mumbai. Okay. Yeah, I've heard it's good things Army about that. Hammer in it too. And so, like, Army Hammer is like the the other uh, like lead, I guess. But like, he the, the the movie is like emotionally about Dev Patel's character. Is he able to fight? Yeah, and he's like an everyman. Like, he works in a hotel, and then he gets put in this like extraordinary situation, and he's like, "All right, we kill people now. <laughs> I fight lions now. Don't know if you got the memo." Yeah, I feel you. I'm, I'm all over it. Then uh, the Hotel Mumbai, done deal. Miss Christina talking about. We're Don Cheeto. I beg to differ. Ah, he was on my mind. He was on Hotel my mind. Hotel Mumbai. I'm waiting for y'all to just yeah. watch Dark, you know, and uh, uh, and so I can talk to y'all about. Shut up. <laughs> I'll make sure to do a review for the Spanish Inquisition for you. You know what? I'll be like, you mean like when Hitler was doing stuff, right? Yeah, that was not the Spanish Inquisition, <laughs> sir. I'm gonna need you to get your dates right. <laughs> yeah, 
a hotel pump for me, okay? I'm gonna need you to come with that. <laughs> I love that movie. Hotel Mumbai. <laughs> Rwanda genocide? Yeah. <laughs> I got it. No need to read that. Next question. <laughs> I probably watched the documentary on Rwanda too. <laughs> like, let me get hey. the real deal. <laughs> Woo, that's funny. I'm so sorry. Right, I, feel, I feel like I'm totally shoehorning this in, but I just wanted to recommend a couple of things that I did watch and you guys feel free. I'm going to make them really quick because we got to get out of here, but uh, I got to get out of here like two minutes. Yeah, we'll, we'll do this real quick. Uh, <laughs> midnight, the Midnight Gospel on Netflix. Has anyone seen this? Nope. All right. Nope. So Paul Hart was the one that told me about this one. If you guys watch like Adventure Time, um, it's a very, very crazy animated show by the same guy did Adventure Time. But what's cool about this one is it's actually based off of a real podcast so there's this um i'm trying to pull up my notes right now i apologize but there's this guy as there are sometimes give me one second i'm sorry come on internet do your thing here we go all right so duncan trussell is a guy that does a uh a podcast what the, tr- is it trussell okay i've never yeah. heard of him before up until just yesterday when i watched this but he's good yeah he's very good but what they do with this show is it's basically based in this weird interdimensional like multiverse and this guy has a podcast that he calls the mid it's called a, a space cast or something like that. And it's a, it's a, it's basically what he does is he goes to this universal simulator and he picks a planet or a universe and he goes to it. And what they do is they insert the real conversation from the podcast into these crazy, absurd animated shorts. And it's like, and what's good about it is if you can kind of get past, what the hell are you doing over there, Steve? Are you building a guy? Sorry. Down? Taking apart a bicycle or something like that? I was. I actually was. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no. It's like, why can't I concentrate? Oh, that's why. Steve's building a house. No, but um. anyway. Steve. No, it's really cool. Like, You should check this out just because I, I don't want to talk too much about it. But it's if you can kind of get past the first couple of episodes, because sometimes the conversation doesn't really line up with what you're watching. So you're sort of invested in one or the other. But they kind of start getting it right around episode four. And it's fucking brilliant. Like, it's so good. You just have to either lock on to the conversation and be able to watch the visuals or one or the other, but the conversations are, they're amazing. And they talk about anything from like, you know, um, spirituality or like the benefits of mer- medical marijuana or self-worth or magic, just all these different things because there's all these different guests that he's had on from the show, but they find a way to work it into the animation. And it's, it's both hilarious and brilliant. So I won't spend too much time on that, but I do want to recommend that one to everybody. Uh, another one that I want to talk about real quick is the, I saw the season finale of Dave. And Dave has fastly become like my favorite show to watch week to week. It's, I'm sad it's over now, but um, even if you're not into Little Dicky, like just get off the Little Dicky part and just watch the story of this guy named Dave Bird, and it's it's fantastic. I mean, the writing's great. I've talked about it before. It's very much like um, Atlanta meets Curb Your Enthusiasm, but there's more to it, and it never ceases to surprise me at how good the episodes turn out week to week. Uh, I can't really fault that that whole season at all like it's just a perfect season in my opinion i'm giving that one a five out of five easily so if you have fx and you haven't watched it yet or you have hulu and you don't have fx it comes on the day after it's called dave and it's starring lil dicky or dave bird as he's called and it's just fucking phenomenal i really really can't recommend it enough and then lastly i'm just gonna say that i watched this but steve i think we might talk about this this weekend hopefully because i know you're gonna watch it the beastie boys story so if you guys haven't seen beastie boys story and you're even remotely close to a Beastie Boys fan, or you just like a good documentary that's a little, it's a little bit documentary, it's a little bit TED Talk, you know, it's a little bit uh, theater, check it out. It's so fucking good. It's the best story ever. I'm a huge Beastie Boys fan, but I'm going to save this for the next episode. But I'm giving that one clearly, 
that's almost Endgame, Steve. That's what I'm talking about. Five out of five. But that's because of my fandom to the Beastie Boys. I grew up with that shit. Soundtrack of my life. So check it out. I lost everything. No, I thought I was in, a, in an empty just... room for a second. No, but um, no, we, were, we were letting you go, bro. I was like, you guys, check it out. That's all I heard. Just crazy. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So that's it, man. That's I'm no more dumb sound effects. Uh, it's time to wrap it up, unfortunately. And I got to say that I'm kind of sad to do so because this is one of the most fun podcasts I've done in a long time. Yes, dude. Yes. He said that to the la- people no, last week. I mean, I'm not trying to insult. <laughs> you know what? We just keep getting great shows. But honestly, uh, you're both fantastic. I want to tell both of you that you're you're fantastic to talk to. I like that Steve and I could just kind of kick back and just listen. And you guys had a ton of shit to say. So thank you both for being on. Before we go, Melissa and Christine, do you want to tell these people where you can be found? And I know you're talking about your shows, but please give yourself a plug. Well, <laughs> okay. You can find me um, on Twitter. I'm um, over there at... Mellow Yellow, which is M-E-L-L-O-Yellow. Um, or you can listen to me talk about movies um, through like a feminist liberal politics lens at Wild Pretty Things. Or you can hear me discuss whether or not Mad Men holds up on the show Still Great Bob. Right on. I'm trying to find which Mellow Yellow you are at. Are you the one Mrs. Banana Pudding? No. <laughs> Double O's, um, both sides, I'm, right? It's just Melissa. M E double L double O yellow. Uh, oh, I found it. I will be subscribing. Oh, we're making connections here. Awesome. Uh, we're these new friends having cats right here. <laughs> <laughs> you got one more in. I love it. All right. So I guess that means me. Um, I do Black Girl Couch reviews. Usually once a day. Yeah, crazy. Um, doing anything from CW shows to Expanse to Dark. Right now we're doing Westworld. We're going to start Counterpart. So if you want to listen to a solo voice, but I do have some really fun with some sound effects, you can head over to Black Arcade Reviews. I'm on iTunes and everywhere else you can find me. And Melissa, you, you, you had a heart attack for a second. What happened? Because I forgot to tell you how much I laugh, and because the 50 Cent song gets stuck in my head every time you use it, the, what up, thug? <laughs> That's my favorite. And I'm like walking sales. around my house singing it and shit. <laughs> There's so many great moments in Black Sales where you could just, oh, where I could just turn it into the most ghetto watching experience. Yeah, this pretty much, if you like commentary on your, your TV shows, that's pretty much what I do <laughs> with a lot of sound effects. So it can be it's fun. great. Can confirm. Awesome. I'll put links up in the show notes too. So if you guys want to check out their shows, that's where you can find them. And of course, you can go looking for them yourself. Steve, we got to get out of here, bro. Yes, sir. I thank you very much, Christina and Mellow Yellow, Melissa Slaughterhouse Rules. For coming on we're gonna have to have y'all again on a bonus or something so we could just bull crap and talk about men fighting lions and such <laughs> and like, <laughs> childbirth and groceries and everything i love we the gotta have fun today. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful I love to. and the next voice you're gonna hear is the dude the man the dad and the man peace out Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in or downloading or whatever you do when you listen to podcasts. I'm telling you, I'm not bullshitting you. I had a fantastic time. I love the conversation on this one. It was so much fun. So thanks to Melissa and Christina for coming on. Thanks to you people for listening. We will be back this week. We're going to do a, a bonus show at probably with a Saturday, Steve. So I'll probably have it out to you like on Sunday. 
We love y'all. We love talking to you. We love talking at you. And when you talk back at us, we are the heroes of noise. People be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. Peace. (laughs) 